Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Oh, welcome in, everybody. And then there were two, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. What in the world? Derek Brooks soon. What? what? What's going on? What? So you notice something different, what? Derek? What? What's what happening? What did you dig that out of an old Clint Eastwood Western? <laughs> you like this? What? This is my what? shore lid, man. I, you know, I, I got I, I You see, I'm sitting out. I'm not in the usual in the dungeon in, in the basement <clears throat> studio. I busted okay. out somehow. I even have an Eagles flag behind me, as you can see. Yes. But I am yeah. currently on the deck, chilling out in North Wildwood, D-Gun. I am, I am kicking back, man. And God I figured, bless you. This is for you. I dedicated this hat to you, man. I'm proud USA, to be baby. an American. <laughs> I got, it's kind of I a, know I got like a Kenny Chesney feel to, to it right now, right? Dude, let me I, tell you. Uh, you know what? I, let, let me look at this for a second. Take it in, man. Take it all in, baby. I, I, I have you pegged as such a conservative type of guy this is like stepping out of your safety i'm out, I'm safety out of my comfort zone man yeah do you have a horse or anything there uh, too? Giddy, giddy up horsey giddy up yes you, no no not yet well, see while you're enjoying the sun and fun of the beach yes i was wrestling with an 11 month old at 5 30 this morning Jeez. and so her mom's or and i said hey uh she won't go back to sleep dad put her back to sleep she needs Uh-oh. to go back to sleep Uh-oh. I, I give her a bottle you know, and I thought she was out, man, because I'm I'm really good at, at getting babies to go back to sleep. Oh, she pulled the okie doke on me, man. She laid her head down for a second, and she jumped up. Da da. It began playtime, dude. Oh. And when I'm sitting, and anytime I try to hold her closer to put her back to sleep, I'm sitting on the couch in my in my bedroom, and my wife's in the bed sleep. Yeah, she's letting out these blood curling screams, and she's such a good baby. She hardly cries. Man. she's letting out these blood curling screams, and she's fighting. And every time I would stop wrestling with her, she would look at me and start laughing as if to say, I won. Yeah, she's she's thinking, playing mind games, man. She's playing mind games with it. She's not even a year old. She's a queen of Jedi mind tricks. She's got you already, dude. That's what it is. She's so got then, you wrapped around her little finger already. So then my my, my daughter is, gets mad at me because I can't put her back to sleep. So what do you want me to do? She goes, you should spank her. I'm like, I'm not spanking her. <laughs> Spanker. No, I'm not gonna spank her. <laughs> no, D gun in handcuffs. Yeah, I like yes. it. Yeah. No, big daddy's daycare doesn't spank his grandchildren. No, 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 no. no I'm not no. doing it, man. But no, I you're, tell you you're, what, you're you're supposed to have fun and hand off. You're supposed to be a handoff guy. You're like a quarterback, man. That's yeah, what you're supposed you, to be doing. Yeah, you know what that handoff mode is like. You keep them for a few hours and then you give them back. Yeah, I, I forgot. There's also a, um, a fine a fine print that there's occasions when you have to keep them overnight. Right. Um, and, and you got to weather the storm. Man. And I'm telling you right now, you're dude, to, be, to be honest, you know, Xander, our producer, I get on, I get on to get ready for the show. You're late again, D-Gun. 
And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I got on 11.59. No, I have national time. You're on at 12 o'clock. And I'm thinking, to be honest with you, I'm hallucinating, Rob. <laughs> you're on, you're on like West Coast time. Or you're, you're on like Hawaii time. You don't even know what's going on at this point from lack of sleep. You're delirious. Dude, yeah. I, I, I swear I thought it was 10.59 when I when I last. I look, I, let, oh, shoot, 11.59, what? Man. I'm telling you, man. I think you need a power nap after the show, man. I think. Can't, man. I By the way, I see everybody in the comment section. What's going on, my friends? I see Mama Brooks. I see Eric Double. Yeah. I see Chris checking in. I see Eastside Monster. I see all you guys. All you yeah. guys hanging out. Aloha to you on this Friday. Yes, I am coming go. from the Jersey Shore, Chris. I am in North Wild. I'm in Anglesey, the Anglesey section of North Wild, which is just over the bridge when you enter. So I'm uh, I'm hanging out on the deck today. I get I came down yesterday after the show, Gunner, and it was yeah. it was like. The weather was perfection. It was like low mm-hmm. 70s, high 60s, good sleeping weather. You know, just prop the window open. You're good to go. And today, it's warm today, man. It is. We're going to get in the 90s today. So yeah. it's all are good. You, I'm are still you going to get in the water? I am. I, when we wrap today, I'm going to do a little. You know me. I'm like a hit and run at the beach. Right. I am not a long. I, I, you know, I sit there and it, it could get ugly. So I am going to hit the beach, do about max two hours, hour and a half. Okay. Boom. And I will. I will. Let you. So what I like to do is I like to sit there and get hot. I yep. get hot, yep. and then I then I do my sprint for the ocean, man. I'm in. Get in there, ten minutes in the ocean. I'm out. I'm good to go. That's it. Now you one of these guys who likes to swim out a mile from shore just to say he it? No. <laughs> okay. I don't get. I don't get like beyond my waist is, is about as high as I would get. That's it. That's me, brother. And yeah, even I'm, then, that's too yeah. deep in some waters. Yeah, I, the, 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 these daredevils, man, who like to go deep out and get the uh, lifeguards all nervous, no thanks. Not my scene. With the undertow uh, and all that stuff. Dude, plus, how many shark attacks have we heard about in the last 10 years? And they're coming, sharks are coming closer to shore now. Yes, you know, 100%. I've, you've seen story people have gotten bitten in the water, like, up to their thighs. Yeah, I know. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Up to their thighs? That ain't going to be nah, me, man. Nah, nope. was, no, nah. thank you. Nah. I go out there and you know what I do? I splash myself like this. Mm-hmm. Get all in and, and it, I might even sit down in the water. Yeah. Like as long as it's, you know, waist and below. Or on your knees. You, you get let, on let your knees. get to your, like, yep. your chest area. That's yeah, it. I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, like, and I don't look, I don't, I'll go out far enough, which isn't far. It, it, I'm telling you, it's like waste. I like to ride a wave in. I do like doing that. So do I you? will, yeah, I will ride the waves and I like to nah, do a little body surfing, but it, I do not get far out. Absolutely not. No, nah, I, uh, those daredevil days are, are, are now, now, no now, dude, there's stuff under your feet. You know, think about when you walk in the sand in the water, Yeah, there's stuff under your feet. You stop. Hey, hey, what was that? Well, I know, man. Well, you know, you know what I mean? I'm always like leery of like jellyfish and just, and, and even seaweed freaks yeah. me out a little bit. Man. Yeah, I'm man. Good. You know, rub it up against your leg. I'm thinking it's one of them big, ugly horseshoe crabs or something. Oh, yeah. You with the long pointed tail. <laughs> nah, I'm not dealing with that stuff. No, thanks. Yeah. I, I, I love, I love going to the beach, but. Yeah, I do too. I look, I can, my wife and kids can sit there, literally do a whole day, like a whole day, you know, with a, with a tent. With, I'm not a tent, yeah. an umbrella, you know, whatever. I can do, like I said, if I'm, if I'm under a tent, I could do a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. But I see people that are just laying there, man. And, in the and sun. That's a different ball game from from. I, I don't play that game. And, and you see, though, those are the people that are in their twenties and early thirties. And then when you see them when they're in their fifties and sixties, they look like sun-kissed raisins. They look like a catcher's mitt. 
I'm telling you, man, we all shriveled. You know, it was yeah. like, yes. was yeah. it worth it? Really? Yeah, no. uh, yeah. I'm glad you looked good when you were 25 and now you're yes. 10. Yeah, now you're hey, paying the price. You see, Chris D said, I'm with you guys. I only go in up to my knees. Now, she's out there in Hawaii. Yeah, right. Okay, he where knows. the water, waters are blue. But look, one or two shark attacks per year. See, I will not be one of those statistics. Mm -hmm. That'll never happen. No. Same. No. Not happen. Yeah. Now, I, I go on the water like with, you know, give me a give me a 30 out of six rifle or, you know, give me a Saturday night special. I might go on with one of those. But I, you know, I gotta have equal. I got an equal chance, man. Well, I tell you, the, the other thing I do like, if you get, I don't even know if they still make Nerf footballs, but whatever, you get in there with a football and you, you're making the diving catch in the water. That's always fun. I like doing that. Oh uh, yeah, those days are over, dude. See, my luck, <laughs> my with my luck, I'm gonna dive right when I think the water's like deep enough to 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 to, to get the impact. Yeah, and that's when the tide rolls out, and I go face first in the sand, I bust my shoulder up or my collarbone, yeah. and my summer's over. Now, see, dude, I'm a precautionary summer individual. I remember our buddy, uh, Michael Barkan, a few years ago. This was probably 10, maybe 10 years ago. I don't know if it was that long, but he's running on the beach. I think he was playing with his kids, whatever. Yes. Yes. And I think he hit like a little divot in the sand. Yes. You know, where the sand right by the water is kind of yep. you know, hard or whatever. Yep. So I think he, he like hit his heel went in and he just wasted his heel, man. I don't think yes. it was an Achilles. It was something else, but it was bad. Like you remember, I thought he, I thought he ruptured the Achilles. Was it the, it might've been the Achilles. I remember he had to get surgery. He was on one of those, like those little mobilizer scooter. Oh deals. yeah. The scooter deal. The he same kind of, of yeah. the same and, kind of scooter uh, Jason Peters was on years ago and it broke and he same. sued the company. Yes, exactly. <laughs> got a lot of money for it. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. So he, I, that always, that's always in the back of my mind. I'm like, I don't want to, you know, I felt bad for Michael, but I don't want to go out like that, man. So hopefully that's not the case. Yeah, Dude. we got people people wondering where Barrett is. So Barrett's yeah. going to be joining us in a little bit, Gunner. I got an update on the uh, on the text line. Uh oh, we got yeah, here we go. We got so a text. He's leaving him. he's leaving the course at twelve thirty. I can't keep up. I'm honestly, I'm not even trying to be a smartass. I don't even know what, yeah. who's he. What's he playing in today? Uh, I think it's Jaws event. Okay, he's playing in Jaws event, which is not yeah. far from his house. Right. So I'm guessing we'll get a Barrett appearance around one. Birdman's wondering what's going on with this hat. Birdman, you know, that's what I want to know. When in Rome, I, ha I have I have two wardrobe changes for you guys throughout the course of the show. This is the first one. All right, this is the first one. So uh, we're getting I'm getting a lot of a lot of knocks for the hat, man. I get it. Yes, you look you look like uh, one of those drug runners. And what was that movie? Um, Dang it! I cannot think of the movie now. Um, but dude, I, I'm 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 a little taken aback by the hat. I mean, look, when you're at the beach, the the edict is be free, right? Be who you want to be. You don't have to conform to anybody. That's right. But out of all the looks I thought you would possibly have, um, I, I didn't think you'd come up with this one. And that's I'm not saying it's a bad look. I'm just. I'm trying to get used to this thing. I got to keep you guessing, man. I, I got to yes. keep you on your A game. So I, I can't be too predictable for you. Like I said, there's going to be a couple of wardrobe changes, which I think you'll enjoy. By the way, big show today. We got Al Morgani at one o'clock. Now, the Flyers have a press comp, Cocaine Cowboys. These guys. There you go. Cocaine Cowboys. That's double, it. Double 07. That's Good work it. There you go. Uh, Birdman, yes, I am in Wildwood, man. I, I am hanging. Um, so uh, if you're in Wildwood, Rob will buy you a beer if you walk up to him and shake his hand. You are correct. Yeah. If, if you if we come across each other tonight uh, in in our in our in our I, I'll be out a little I'll be out and about a little bit tonight. We will uh, we'll tip a beverage. We'll tip an adult soda, as they say, Derek. Adult, adult soda. soda. Okay. Yes. Um. So 
Almorgani at one o'clock because the Flyers are making it official at two. The pressers right. at two. The John Tortorella is going to be the head coach. So we'll talk to Al about that. And also, he got inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. So we'll, yes, we'll, uh, he did. We'll give Al a little love on there. Roster being no, this is this is not a it's not a MAGA hat. A MAGA is, hat at Rob MAGA it, it hat. Is, Ellis, it is I a love USA it. hat. It is a stars and stripes. There is no affiliation. Let's I got. Let's I don't know. I'm glad. Hey, I'm glad um, Master Bean brought that up because nah, you know I don't. I I am not. I don't get. Political. I was wondering. I was yes. wondering. No, no, this is just stars and stripes, man. It's a flag. That's all it is. All <laughs> right. So Al at one. So we got a couple other things to do, Derek. So last night the Phillies roll again, just absolutely took them apart. Uh, the Nationals, which they should do, okay. But but you know what? You play what's in front of you, and that's and right. So it, you can it's do. Crazy. They have. 19 of their last 99 games of the season are against the Nationals. That's a good thing for the Phillies because yeah. they're bad, man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they are bad. Uh, Rob looks like he shot rattlesnakes, according to Dion. Maybe, yeah. Dion. The, the, the day is young, man. That could happen. Um, like a yeah. rhinestone cowboy. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that'll that'll be. We'll talk to Al a little bit. Uh, yeah. We'll talk Phillies because we they have a one o'clock and a, a day night doubleheader in Washington. First games at one, second games at seven o'clock tonight. So we'll talk a little Phillies coming up. But yeah, they say our, our old buddy Cesar Hernandez committed a big error in the third, and that opened mm. up the floodgates, and the Phillies just went off after that. Um, and Schwarber, man, Schwarber is absolutely out of his mind right now. His numbers, Gunner, just real quick, his numbers in June, he's already got seven home runs and 14 RBIs in 14 games. My so, goodness. Yeah, in 16 days in a month. Amazing, right? So we'll talk to Warriors, uh, we, you know, you and I, we thought we thought Boston would handle their business last night and force it to go to seven. Yeah, we did. It did not. Uh, to the Warriors' credit, uh, they took care of it, and they won – and I think one of the things that's interesting to dive into, which we'll do a little bit later, Derek, is the whole dynasty thing, because they've won four yep. in eight years now, yep. uh, have Golden yep. State. And it, interestingly enough, Seth's won one before Durant, one after Durant. And, and I should mm-hmm. say Clay and uh, Draymond, too. But, yep. you know, there's a, there's a question now of where Seth ranks all time – or Steph, excuse me, ranks all time in terms yep. of the all-time greats. He gets a finals MVP last night, so we will uh, mm. we'll dive into that as well. And – Little uh, football news. Did you see this? So Philadelphia, one of 16 cities that will uh, will be hosting a World Cup uh, game in yes. 2026. That's cool. Yes. That's cool for the city. That's not Philly. bad. You know, that's great for the city. Um, yeah. You know, you get a lot of international flavor. You you you'll get a lot of people coming in. It's great for the economy as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you get a lot of people coming in from not just different parts of the country, but different parts of the world uh, to experience some of the Philadelphia's hospitality yes to see why it's called the city of brotherly love you know and there's so much history here if you're a historian like i am i love i love going places and look at the history how yeah. can you not want to see some of the historical sites in the city of philadelphia yeah I, I, like for our folks who are who are all over and we're global right we're we're, we're national yeah. and we're global here with the show and we love it we yeah. love that and we always encourage people to check in from from wherever you are in the comment section but if you haven't been to philadelphia do yourself a favor. I mean, if you are a fan of history and yep, you know, and it's all kind of laid out in, re- in relatively close terms with City Hall, with uh, Independence Mall, with oh my goodness, the Liberty know, Bell, the, the Liberty Bell, the Hall, Betsy Ross's house, everything's right know, there. It's Benjamin all Franklin's museum. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff, man. It's crazy. I when we uh, WIP's old studios, Derek used to be Fourth and Market. Yep. Um and it, it's literally I I would. 
if I was early one day or I would get done, you know, day side, whatever, I would go and just take a walk around, even though I lived in the city most of my life, but it, it's still something to hang in there, you know, just, just take in for sure. And yeah, Chris is right. It's great for the, for the economy, man. It Absolutely. is right out great for the economy. There's no question. Hey, you so see I, Antoine Heath says Rob should be holding one of those bug zapper rifles. I should, man. I should have borrowed yours before I came down. I should I should have taken that bad book. I could be taking some some ants out, some fly. Hey, I, I could do green you, flies man. on the beach, man. I, I could take care of business. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah, you know what would happen though? You'd aim it and you'd, you know, playing around, all of a sudden you hit somebody in the back of the head with rocks with 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 salt or oh, you yeah. got it in my eye. And all uh -huh. of a sudden, you got a big, you got a big dust up for no reason. You're trying to be there just to relax. Exactly. You know, hey, you know what? Bleep happens, man. You know what I mean? Hey, That's the way it goes. I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back to this text from Barry. Now, Barry sent us this text at 12:04. Now, I want you yes. to do the math on this. At 12:04, he sent us the text. Um, I'm finishing up at 12:30. Okay. Right. Now, 12:04, when he sent the text. He said he's leaving the course at 12.30, right? Right. But he says four more holes to play. Yeah, How no are you going to play four no holes shot. in 26 minutes? If you're How's a pro, if you're a pro, Derek, you might have a shot at doing that. No disrespect to Barrett's golf game, which is better than mine. He has no chance to be finished that soon. Dude, you can't play four holes of golf in 26 minutes. I don't think we – did we even know that he this was the this was the plan? Did he run yeah, this past us? Yeah, he did. Know. You know, he one, did. Of the okay. few time, one of the few times I'm on his side. Yeah, he did mention to us that okay. he was playing in a Jaws event um, this this Friday and then uh, Michael Barkan's event on Monday. Uh, so he I, knew, did I, I remember – yeah, yeah, I do remember that. But I, the impression I got was he was going to be wrapped by Showtime today. I know, to, that, I know yeah. Monday he's out. But You're right. He did, of course. Then again, let that just fall under the umbrella of don't believe anything he tells you until you actually see it. I hear you, and that's why we love him. That, you know, that's for sure. All right, I so know. I see a lot of people reacting to the the new Eagles war, uh, word mark. Did you see this this controversy that was started yesterday with the new logo? And yes. I think Xander has this yes. thing. I, I know he flashed yes. it yesterday. Yes. Everybody's losing their mind over this. So why? where do you stand with it? Why? I, I don't think it's that big a deal. I really don't. I care do. That much. I you do. I like think it? it's terrible. I think it's. What, I th what don't you like? I don't like just the green and the white. I love the the one with the black trimming and the white around the edges, um, because that's more profound than their uniforms. You know, they have the black in the uniforms. They have you trimmed by the white and the green. Why would you go to that green and white unless you're going to play in the Kelly Kelly uniforms the entire season? Why? Which they're not. You know, no, they're not. But yeah, they're not. it falls in the category of if it ain't broke, don't mess with it. Yeah, I leave it you. alone. No, I hear you with that. I look, I, I just, I guess, I don't get that cranked up about this kind of stuff. I know, like, I and I, I know it means a lot to people. I, I get it. Like, I, I grew up on the Kelly Green, you know, so I, yeah. I, I get it. But I, I, I don't know. It just everybody went bananas, you know, when when this came out yesterday. I, I look, it, it's, it's a bit of a change for sure. But I'm with you. Like yep. to me, I would want to ride. Whatever I was wearing, whatever logo we had when we won yes. the Super Bowl for a long time, yes. organization. Yes, right? yes. That, that's what I would do. Here, here stop, it is. Stop missing. Come on, All right, man. So you Seriously? See, you see the old versus the new. Yeah, and there's also a yes. white version of it that you were talking about, Gunner, with the you know the yes. white with the with the lettering, the green lettering. Absolutely. So essentially, your difference is it's not kind of jutting out on both sides. It doesn't have that. What is that like a three D? You would say the old one was kind of a three D right setting right. sort of to it. It's kind of basic. You know, it's kind of 
Why would you? I don't know. Why would you, it doesn't have a lot of one, pizzazz to it. No, the one on the right, it looks like something out of the 70s. Why would you? Yeah. Who, who came up with this? Whoever came I, up with this should be reprimanded for this. Look, and we all know at the end of the day what this is, right? This, this amounts to sell more merchandise with this on there, right? I mean, is there any other way to explain it? No, and, and you know, some people will buy it, you know, a lot more with him oh, and Hall sure. about, um, yeah. it, you know, they don't like it, but people eventually will give in and buy it. And it's going to justify them doing what they did. Just stick with the one on the left. I think that one looks sharper, more modern, more menacing. I love the reaction. You see some of these reactions. So, so Birdman. Yeah. It's soulless. Look, Master B, did Jaws come up with that? He's taking a shot at Jaws. Uh, Birdman. Mr. Taz. Yeah, yeah, could come up with a, with, a, with a better design, Mr. Taz. Soulless, jeez, man. And uh, Kevin thinks it looks like crap. No creativity from Jabari. Look, I don't. I personally um, don't think it, <laughs> it, it. Something dude just rode by on a golf cart. Big <laughs> fans of the show, there. Um, yeah, I get. Uh, I get people. No, and the other thing is, we're real hesitant to change, right? I think we, yeah. no matter what, anything the Eagles would have come up with, or or any of the organizations, any of your teams, or. <laughs> Birdman says they blame Rager. <laughs> oh, no, um, oh, no, no, no. But nobody likes change, man. We're we're always hesitant to to sort of dip our to, our our toes into something new, and that's the case with this for sure. Dude, uh, it, you know, you could have hired me to come up with something better. If you were adamant about changing your logo, I could have come up with something more creative than that. I want to know how much they, I want to know how much they paid the person to come up with that logo or the company because a lot. You should get a rebate. You need to get a, a rebate lot. on your money for that one. I mean, well, seriously. Right, so let me ask you, which of the teams, let's yeah. take Philadelphia, which of the teams would you change the logo up? Like, I wouldn't, even as bad as the Flyers have been, I wouldn't touch that logo. That's too no. iconic. No. The, the Phillies, um, you know, they've had this one for a while. They've had this this latest, yeah. you know, version for about 30 years now. Um, they had the fat P, if you remember, before that with sort yeah. of a mar more maroon color. Yep. which they still wear sometimes, um, you know, occasional Sundays and day games and stuff like that. With business person specials when they usually wear them, which I still like. I love the light blue on the okay. road. Yeah, um, yeah. And then with there's, the red trimming. Yeah, with the red trimming. And then, uh, you know, I guess you, if you're talking Eagles, you're talking Sixers. Sixers went sort of more traditional back to the – remember AI right. was the black uniforms? Yeah. Yep. And then they went back to sort of the red, white, and blue with the stripes or the stars down the side, yep. mm -hmm. which I like. Personally, I like the red. I think that red pops when they wear the, the red. I do the too. I agree. So I, I'm I'm good with kind of keeping that the way it is. Would you I, would you shake it, shake any of those up or change any of them? If, if push came to shove, I would say the Sixers. The other three I wouldn't touch. Um, I think they're um, uh, symbolic of what those teams mean. Um, the 76ers, you know, I think could be tweaked a little bit. Um, it, it, make it a little bit more. I'm going to say jump out at you a little bit more. Um, it, and I'm not saying anything's wrong with the current logo. I was yeah. just, I'm just saying if push came to shove and you forced me to pick one, yeah. I would pick the Sixers. Yeah, I got you. And look, I, I think you know you're going to get pushback whenever you do something like this. You take an initial hit and then people love the team so much they're going to buy the gear no matter what. I mean, ultimately, right? I mean, that's what it mm -hmm. comes down to. Mm -hmm. so Dion says, Rob's showing some Kill Bill vibes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Kill Bill. That's, that's a great it. Movie. That's Kill a great Bill. Movie. Freaking movie, man! It's it's an all timer, right Wait, there. Did, but, by the way, did you pay money for that hat? Did you buy it? Hell no! So my daughter is going yeah. is going to be. They're doing these country concerts. Um, okay. 
there's an appearance from my mother-in-law. There she is in, 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 on the show. Hi, now. Mo- hi mom-in-law. Yes. Uh, so uh, she's doing these, they're doing these concerts on the beach with a bunch of like country. I, I don't know anything about country music. Okay. okay. Uh, Eric right. church is, is one of them. I don't know. So anyway, there, so she's, I think I'm wearing what she's wearing tonight. So I'm, I'm going to get it all sweaty for her. So I'm sure she'll appreciate that as I sit so down you, So you stole her hat. Correct. Yes. Wow. I borrowed, borrowed. Wow. Yeah, slightly. Yeah, Five just, finger discounted the hat. You know how that is. I'm sure I paid gonna, for it in some and way. You're going to get it all sweaty. You're going to sweat it up for. Well, see, what I'm going to do is I'm changing after our first segment, so it won't okay. be too bad, into another hat, which I'm sure you'll appreciate. So I will do that uh, coming up in a little I, bit. I hope she lets that thing air out first before she puts it on her she head. She might want to just get a power washer and do some some damage to this thing. So, Derek, we got coming up Phillies, Eagles. And one of the questions, I got two questions for you when it comes to the Eagles. Yeah. You know, every year there's that one guy that stands out in camp. Yeah. That you, you can't get, you know, I'm trying, who was the guy receiver like four years ago? Do you remember the guy who just, he was from like um, Albright or some some Pennsylvania State School, mm. whatever. He tore it up in camp and everybody wanted this guy to make the team. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, reality sets in. You can even throw Travis Fulgham in there he, as much as, he wasn't even like a camp guy. He was just one of those guys right, who burst on right. the scene for eight games, and then we never yep. heard from him again. But there's always that guy every year. So we'll dive into that. And the question I have for you is, what's the best way, do you think, to start the season to utilize Jalen Hurts? We'll hmm. dive into that as well. So hold, hold that thought. So we'll, we'll get into that. And then, like I said, we'll do some Phillies. We'll do some Flyers. We'll do a lot of Eagles. And we'll get into the whole question about, you know, uh, dynasties and whether or not the Warriors are a dynasty, whether or not. Steph is one of the all-time greats. People are putting him in the top five after this performance. Ooh. Top five. So we'll, we'll we'll dig into all that kind of stuff as well. Rasheed Bailey, good work out of Birdman. And Paul Turner out of uh, Witch King of Ang, Angmar. I love these names. Yes, uh, two good examples, Rasheed Bailey and Paul Turner. You remember mm-hmm. those guys. Everybody yep. wants – this guy could be a one. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, never didn't turn out to be a one, that's for sure. All right, so don't go anywhere. Barrett in a little bit. Derek, uh, we'll see if if he can make it through the entire show. He's going to have like toothpicks. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. Only the eyeballs open. I'm so, uh, so Philly, Philly, five fifty nine. Come on, you guys know me better than this. Yo, Rob, where's the cowboy shirt to go dude, with the cowboy? Hat? Dude, I, I hear, uh, I hear seagulls. I just hope a seagull doesn't plop one on top of that. That's hat. good luck. You know that. That's good luck. That means yeah, your, your, your daughter's not going to be happy if that happens. That's a good she point. Is not going to be well, happy. Why the hat on? All right, so hang on, hang loose, Derek. Uh, we'll be uh, we'll be we'll be kicking out some Phillies when we get back. That's for sure. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, look, it's that time of year, right? You don't feel like cooking? It's hot. Who wants to deal with that, man? Let let Station Tap Catering in Drexel Hill take care of it, or even handle your next business function with ease while you can focus on securing a new opportunity for your company. They have fifty years of experience in food preparation. Station Tap Catering will impress, and your guests will be impressed. I've had their food, and it's off the charts. I would not lie to you guys. Trust me. And there's great variety, too. I mean, everything from the stuff that the kids like to what the adults like. Pasta, salads, wraps, okay, healthy stuff. Chicken fingers for the kids, wings. Whatever you're into, they will cater to you. And I've had it, and it is off the charts. Give a call, 484-469-3222. And think about this. How about your next private event? whether that's a banquet, whether that's a graduation, whether that's a, ha- a birthday you're celebrating, or it's a tailgate, they can cater to you. 484-469-3222. Or go to stationtapcatering.com. That's stationtapcatering.com. 
Bet.com. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Mommy Slam Dunk Champion. Really? <laughs> yes, really don't sound so surprised. Let's see it. Oh, you're ready. All right, here we go. Let's hear the crowd. <sighs> so go to right, go to left, fake a mom. Mama, go. Oh, mama! She did it. Again? You can't avoid gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, what are we thinking? What are we thinking, D-Gun? Oh, I can't. Uh, I can't Better even say what I'm thinking right now. Uh, uh, that's worse, man. To see worse? that turquoise, yeah, that little turquoise thing at the top that that sends a wrong signal. It's bro. also I'm a just, little like misshaped, a little uh, bit. Yeah, really. Like, what happened? Did you sit on it or something? I, I just grabbed it, man. I don't even know. At this, did point. you steal your wife's hat this time? I don't know whose this one is. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure what's going yeah, see, on. See that that turquoise thing? Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, yeah. See. Now, see, the brother, brothers can't wear that, man. We we can't pull that one off, man. I'm just saying. What, what are you worried about? The turquoise thing's got you a little. Yeah, little... yeah. See, and I've got some, I've got some I got some nice like Indiana type hats and stuff I like to wear when I'm out fishing and stuff. But hey, man, you you need to give that one back. You got to get that one back, dude. <laughs> All right, I yeah, got I got a, I have a, a a more traditional 
hat for the third segment, which is more me, more something you've seen me wear. I'll just say that. So we'll get Dude, you got to get, get, muddle through one more with this bad boy on. I can't even focus on what you're saying because the hat's lopsided and I keep looking at the hat. And when you talk, I'm like, huh? Right, what? Let, me see. let me see if I can fix it. I don't oh, hold think, on. I don't think you can do it, man. Any better? Let's see. No? <laughs> it's bad. Let's just get through it. We'll deal with it. Yes. Um, so, yeah, everybody's making fun. I don't think it's my wife's hat. It's my daughter's, I think, at this point. I don't even know whose it is. I just grabbed it. I, I'm, I'm being festive. We're in the mood, aren't we? Are you crying out for help or something? I am. This is a cry for help. I need help. Someone send, send help quickly. All right, let's talk some Phillies here, Gunner. Um, so, last night, they win again. They're now two games over 500, 33 and 31 on the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've won 11 of their last 13. They are now 11 and two under Rob Thompson and 12 yeah. and two in the month of June. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of run that we, we said they need to start stringing together series wins, which they have been, right? What, what, what? Look, look what yeah, I see. I, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not going to. Come on, man. Put that one up there. Come on. Put I that, put I, that I, comment I actually, up there. I can't put it up. I know. Oh, you can't? Yeah. yeah. Let's Randall keep it, says, let's, I wasn't aware they were reshooting Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> all right. Let, let's keep it somewhat clean. Let's keep it somewhat clean here. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, uh, seven unearned Ooh. in the third uh, with six hits and three extra base hits when yeah. Cesar Hernandez, yeah. former Philly, does the Phillies a favor yep. by making an error. And uh, and that was it. it. It was the game after that. And you had Wheeler on the mound who has been dominant. Will, how about Wheeler in his last nine starts, Derek? Nine earned yep. runs. You can't pitch something. better than that. And he's, and he's won his last three starts. Yep. Uh, and the thing is, it, it jumps out at you. No walks again last night. Yep. No walks. Yeah, he's dominant, yeah. man. I'm telling you, what did he have? What did he have? Uh, 80, 86 pitches in seven innings, 57 for strikes. That's efficiency at his, at his finest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, He's right been there. worth every penny. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there have been yeah. so many bad signings by the by teams in general over the yeah. over the last few years. He's worth every penny. Harper's been worth every penny. You know they they've hit some of these. The Real Muto contracts looking a little sketchy, but there's no doubt Wheeler and Harper they got right, man. Absolutely got oh, right. Oh no question. You know and and Schwarber, oh, did <laughs> that's money well spent. Yep. Yep. And then you got the young kids. Is is bomb one day. Stubbs, um, Stott, Stott, mm-hmm. you know, and who's the one? Who's the one um, against the Marlins? Uh, um, who hit the who hit the walk off homer? Oh, Veerling had it again. Had one against the Brewers. Another yeah. young guy. Yeah. Um, you've had Stott. You've had Stubbs. You've had. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much all all their young. Other than Moniac, who yeah. just looked overmatched when he got back and they sent him back down. Their young dudes have really helped. You're right. It's a combination of, of t- really getting contributions everywhere. I think everybody had a hit last night who was in the lineup. And, yeah. and to- you know, Thompson talked about that. But you have guys who are scorching, like Schwarber right now, who's just on fire. Uh, Hoskins, who's been on fire. And you, you couple all those things together, man. And this is how you start getting on this kind of run. Atlanta was off last night. So they they didn't win. They didn't lose. But they didn't, they didn't play. Um, mm. But, you, you know, if you want to start chipping away, they're eight and a half back. I mean, all things considered – that's right. Just at the division. And I'm not really even focused on the division that much, Derek, as much as I am just you know, getting a wild card slot at this point, considering the way they started. You know, it wasn't that long ago. This team was 13 games out. Yeah. Now they're down eight. Um, and obviously a changing of the guard in terms of uh, the guy in, in the bench calling the shots has changed the attitude, the enthusiasm, the energy. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, even when things look like they're going bad, 
Phillies find a way to, to, to make them right, you know, late inning heroics, uh, stellar pitching now. So, you know, things like that. And I want to see him go on one of these Atlanta Brave runs, just, just yep. 15, 16 game runs to shake up the division. Now, again, you know, we've talked about this, both the Mets who lead the division and Atlanta, who's hot on the Mets trail. Mm-hmm. They're doing it without a few of their p- big pitching names. The Grom and Scherzer. Oh, look, yeah. look who it is. Look, look oh. who's here. Oh, there he is. Well, I, he, I think we had him for a minute. It looks like he might have zotsed out, but I, I, we had, we had, <laughs> Barry just pops in for a second and then his, his phone goes. It's, it's I think, a, I, I think a lantern fly crashed into his there phone. There he is. There he is. What's happening, my man? No. Can you hear us? No. Can't hear us. No, you can't hear us? All right, Xander, we'll try and get him. We'll try and get him square. We'll try and get him square. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you posted. He's, He's going to make an appearance sooner or later. We don't know. We're not exactly sure when, but uh, he's he's out on the. Doesn't look like he's done, Derek. Unless maybe maybe he's driving off. You think I he's done? Know. I don't think he's done. I, I I don't know how you play four unless it's miniature golf. I don't know how you play four holes in twenty six minutes. I really don't. <laughs> I don't either. I, I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. I want to ask him this because he'll tell you. Well, to make a long story long, yeah. you know, then he'll give you the whole story about how how he did it. But I. I want to know about the green flies, man. Because yeah, I mean, when you play Jaws event, you gotta you gotta dip and dodge the green flies, man. Something fierce. Uh, so I want to know how he did combating the green flies, and if he took his uh, bug assault weapon. rifle with him. What's it called again? Is it uh, assault bug, weapon? Bug uh the letter A salt S A L T. Okay. Bug assault. What a did great you do, name. Did you do any damage yesterday, by the way, with your with your? Uh, Heck your yeah. Took one okay. off on the ceiling. He had the nerve to come in the house and thought he could just hang out on the ceiling. Dude, I took him out. Yeah, he won't see his little ones anymore. He's done. Oh, <laughs> That's cold, man. That's cold. Matter of fact, matter of fact some, sometimes you hit them just right, yeah. and, and and the bug disappears, and you'll see a little red spot left where they were. Oh, you know, It's when you know cold. you tore them apart. You hey, like look, cold. man, I ain't got yeah. no patience. I ain't got no patience right. for bugs. Yeah. Lantern flies, yes. house flies, green flies, you all die. You got to die. I, I, it does skeeve me, man. I, I'm not a bug fan. That's for sure. Um, all right. So the Phillies have won nine straight against yep. the Nationals. Yep. They've won. Uh, if you look at what I, I mentioned, what they were able to do, um, just amazing, you know, what, what the what this run has, has in, in, entailed, really. And to get it as close as it's gotten it. So I think right now, you know, and we talked about this, Derek, and you just touched on it, the changing of the guard with Girardi. Now, usually a team has an, an initial little push after that happens. Right. You know, the, good series here and there or, yep, in the, or, yep. or the NBA team will get on a little mini run, maybe win four or five games. This is pretty sustained here, which means maybe there really was some issues here with the guy, you know, running the ship and, and maybe Thompson's learned, you know, what not to do from Joe Girardi. I, I, I would agree wholeheartedly with that, um, that maybe, you know, Joe Girardi's message was just falling on deaf ears. Um, but we said at the beginning of the season, when we looked at this lineup in, in April and May, once the weather got warm, we expected the bats to pop. And sure enough, lo and behold, that's exactly what's happening. The weather warmed up, and all of a sudden the bats are coming to life, man. And and I'll tell you what, this lineup really stress, stresses a pitcher hmm. because you have to be fine on every, every pitch. You know, you get most lineups, you know the weak links in the lineup. Yeah. As of right now, there's no weak link. Even Castellanos, your guy, he had mm-hmm. two hits last yep. night. 
Yeah, he's starting to come around slowly but yeah. surely. Yeah, it, it's not as noticeable because Schwarber and Hoskins and Harper right. are going crazy. But he's starting to – he's getting it. He's, he, he's too good not to. I, you know, it's yeah. only, it was only yeah. a matter of time for a lot of those guys. It, it's, it's amazing how you make a picture, picture so nervous. All right, I got to look at Schwarber. He's hot. Hoskins is hot. Bryce Harper is having another MVP-type season. And then you look at the rest of the lineup coming up. It's like you can't afford to make any mistake because they're jumping on every mistake you make. Mm-hmm. you know, And that really affects a pitcher and takes him out of his game to a certain degree mentally when you have to go through a lineup like that. I'm looking at whose lineup is comparable. I mean, a team like the Yankees will stress Do- you out. Dodgers. Dodgers, Dodgers yeah, will low. stress you out. And yep. even the Padres. The Padres are not big home run hitters, but the Padres will single and W to death. Mm-hmm. you know. And those are the kind of lineups that just – just straight Houston, another team. They just stress you out from one through nine when they step to the plate. Oh, no question. I mean, Gunner, you look at it. And forget the average for a minute with Schwarber. The power numbers are just insane, right? He's yeah. tied for the NL lead, I think, in home yes. runs at this point. Yep. Hoskins really on this when, – when he's on one of these tears, you ride him because you know it's going to cool off eventually. But you're, you're, yeah. you know, you're cresting right now. The, the wave's going high. We know what Harper's been all year. Castellanos all of a sudden is up to 258, where he was just yep. a mess. You yep. know who's also we haven't touched on? Gregorius has given them a nice yes. little punch since he got back, too. And he Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, they're bringing guys in off the, the injured list, and they step into a role, and, and it's like they don't miss a beat. So right now, everything is infectious with this team. Uh, they can do little wrong. Uh, you look at how they won a couple of those games uh, against the Marlins, a very talented team that just – you know, hasn't hasn't found a way to get over that hump yet. You know, two of the three wins against the Marlins will come from behind wins. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 you know, and you got to have those. You know, when you when when you're talking about playing meaningful baseball in September, you need to know how to win those games. Whether it's manufacturing runs or your bats are just popping, you've got to win those games. And the Phillies came up with two huge wins against the Marlins in that fashion. Um, now they're playing a Washington team that's at the bottom of the division. It's had all kinds of pitching problems and hitting problems for that matter. They, if they, their minimum, at the very minimum, they should win four out of five in this series. Agreed. Agreed. That's what you are supposed to do against bad teams. And that's what they should do against this team who's an absolute disaster right now. And they, yeah, they, yeah. they go to Texas. They should be able to take a couple from Texas. They should beat up on these teams that they weren't beating up early in the season. I'll tell you the other thing, and I think you bring up a great point. A lot of these games – where they were down late in the games, they were losing earlier in the season in the last few seasons mm-hmm. under Girardi. And that's not the case now. Like we, we were talking about the other day, the three of us, you don't yep. feel like they're out of it. Even if they're down three runs, you don't no, feel like they're no. out of games. Whereas before you could put your feet up and just say, this thing's done. They're not coming back in this thing. I don't feel they're out of it. If they're down five or six runs, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, based on what we've seen over the last 14 games, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not convinced they're going to lose until the final out is already recorded. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, kudos to them because they're going to go down swinging. They don't give up. You know, they're going to make a game of it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I love this about this team that I'm watching right now. What the yeah, heck are you looking think, at? Uh, people walking by. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, there's some nice sights, nice oh, sights yeah? and sounds down here. Yes. Um, so I think the other thing to, to look at with the with this team is if you can get the bullpen together, that's a big if, mind you. Okay. Yeah, I'm not telling yeah. you that, that they need help. They need to make a yep. move to get help. Yep. You've got the power 
You've got guys who are just, you know, hitting the way that we anticipated that they hit. You've got yep. an excellent starting pitching all year, really. I mean, think about it. I and mean, even if you consider how bad it was with Girardi, they, the yeah. starting pitching's pulled their weight for sure. If you can get decent bullpen play, this team's very dangerous for all that, the reasons you just laid out. That's a big if. You know, when it, it comes to that bullpen, uh, you don't know who's going to show up in any given night. You don't know what's going to happen. There's no consistency in that bullpen. I can't think of one reliever on this roster that when they step to the mound, I'm confident they're going to get the job done. Yeah. It's day-to-day, night-to-night with this bullpen. Yeah. And I think that could hurt them in the long run, especially in close games when you're talking about playing the likes of Atlanta and the Mets and the Dodgers. Uh, I think that could hurt them in the long run. And- well, I think I think you're right. And and anytime, you know, as frustrated as we we had gotten with Knable, and I, it, it was time, okay, it's time yeah. to pull yeah. him out of the closer role. Yeah. But anytime you're doing the closer by committee thing, it means you don't have a closer. It's like when you have yes. two quarterbacks, Absolutely. you don't have a quarterback. So that's a, that is not a bad – that is a bad thing, to be clear. Real bad thing. So that's yeah. something – but I think that's something – you know, Gunnar, with these teams that are out of it, I'm talking like buried already type of teams, yep. they don't need a closer. What do you need a closer for when you're when you're 19 games out already? So you can get those kind of players. You can do yeah. it. I'm not – again, not easy, but it's, it's a lot – easier to, I think, to get something like that than if you have to get two or three hitters for your lineup. It's much well, more of a challenge. We, we even, no matter what kind of trade you're talking about, teams are always looking for not only a frontline player, but a player of the future. They want to, they want to tap into your minor league system. Mm-hmm. Right now, the, 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 the Phillies minor league system is, is thin at best. Um, so they don't have a lot to trade with. And that's why I've asked a number of our guests on this show who are baseball people, if the Phillies make a move and they got to give up somebody in the everyday lineup, who do you give up? Now, most of the names have said Hoskins, but yeah. the way he's hitting the ball lately, I'd have to rethink that also. I don't I'm know if I'm going to give him up. Yeah, I mean, he's really attractive because he's cheap, right? The yes. contract is is do- – and that, you know, teams realize that. I think he has one more year of arbitration too, which yeah. means you're getting an additional year at a really good rate for him. Mm-hmm. The problem you have now, Derek, is they've sort of – morphed into what we thought they were going to be where they were just going to slug you to death do you want to take one of those sluggers out of this thing i, I don't yeah. you know that's mm-hmm. the danger here mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you want to do that so but it's something you consider because you could probably i'm trying to, try to think of the options at first base you could you could do a little rail muto at first base if you want to get stubbed some more you know uh at bats or or game situations you could move Bohm over there, and, and you know, and, and throw Stodd at third, and, and move some pieces around in the in you know in the infield. You could throw Schwarber right. over there, right. you know, if you want to throw somebody else in the out. You already thinned at outfield, so I mean, look, there, it's not like there aren't options. There are guys that could play first base if you wanted to do it. I think it's a consideration, and and one other thing to keep in mind that we don't necessarily we're looking at this almost just X's and O's. How about from just a camaraderie and a team standpoint, if you pull a guy out who's been here that long, who's well-liked in that clubhouse, mm-hmm. that's a problem. You know, you don't want to necessarily do that. That, that, at least as far as I'm concerned. That's something else you have to take into account, how these guys would be affected by trading somebody like that. Well, if you want to get better, you're going to have to do something because yeah. they're, they're good at the plate. Um, they're good in the starting pitching, but they need bullpen help. And you're going to have to make a business decision Yep. If you want to be a legitimate contender, because eventually the Mets staff and, and, and the Braves staff is going to get healthier. And you're going to have to combat these teams pitch for pitch. And in order to do that, you're going to have to find a way to get to get some more bullpen help. Yeah. And it may it, it may mean giving up one of your, your, your top guys. 
Yep. Um, and, but which one? At this point, which one do you give up to be on? I mean, well, people like you know, there's there's not really anybody else that's there's some big contracts that I don't know teams want to take on. Yep. I mean, other than yep. that, and I'm not looking to move, you know, Schwarber or anybody else. Certainly, Harper's not yep. going anywhere, and, and nobody, frankly. As, as much as it's been great what Stubbs is giving you, you don't want to overexpose him, and people don't want Real Muto's contract. So I don't think that's an option either mm. at this point at least. All right, so people want me to show a little little scenery here. Now, this is not a – this is just – I'm just going to show you where the street is, all right? I'll give you a little little look at what we have here, Derek. You ready? Uh, yeah. All right, yep. so I'll give you – I'll give you down. I, and if the sun's too crazy, tell me. Can you? Can, how's that? Is that not bad? Can you no, see you're fine. It's on? in the shade. It's in okay. the shade. Okay, yeah. I'm just making sure. So I'm giving you a little bit down the street okay it's a beautiful day it's it's a little bit hot but i don't mind it i don't i don't really mind the heat then we come back this way give it a little shot shot down there not bad right not bad not a bad little setting yeah yeah so it's not bad and and i know everybody wants me to turn the camera if if pretty girls walk by so we'll you know we'll see what happens as the day goes on you do that that. you you do that i hope your wife's not down there with you get in trouble right get in real trouble no they're at the beach so it's all good we're safe this was between us Everybody's oh, at the fix, beach. I do have to fix the Eagles flag. You're you're right, Birdman. I will get that during the break. It's it's a little windy, so that thing wraps around. But that is an Eagles mm. flag behind it, so we will we will take care of that. Don't worry about that. So yeah, I mean Philly's back at it today. This is a challenge too, though, Derek. No matter who, how bad the team is that you're playing, when you got to play five games. Oh yeah. And you got the day night doubleheader, man. It, it's not easy, and that's what they have today. But then, again, both teams have to deal with it. But still, that's a little bit of a challenge. John says Rob repping his Delco poison ban- co- poison cover band. <laughs> I, it does have this does have a poison. Uh, what's his name? The lead singer. Oh, it's driving me crazy. But anyway, that, yeah, this does have a bit of a poison feel to it. I, I would tend to agree with that, man. Uh, Randall wants to come down and visit. Yeah, man. I'll be out and about tonight. So if if you guys are down the shore, we we will uh, we'll meet up. We'll, we'll yeah, find w- William Stark said you missed the girls in a bikini. I know they were they walked by a little bit earlier, but I I had a really nice uh, visit last night from somebody who's a big fan of the show, Derek. So they, they came okay. over, and we were we were just uh, getting ready to to eat at, at the at the place we're at, a great place called the Anglesey Pub. Um, so they come over and he says, Rob, yeah, hey, what's going on? Hey, man, big fan of the show. Big fan. Mm. Watch it every day. And we have it on here. So it's one, it was one of the workers at, at the uh, one of the servers at the place. And nice. They, they have us on. They throw it on in the uh, during our hours from 12 to 3, which I thought was really cool. So give, give those guys a little bit of love, man. It, it, was, well, uh, it was cool. If you tune into the show, you're going to find out we're not only informative, but we're also entertaining. Yes. Um, we, we take shots at each other playfully. You know, uh, there's there's no there's nothing malicious about what we do here. But we are also well versed in what we talk about and what we do, and I think the camaraderie between the three of us, of course, when the other guy decides to show up, uh, is second to none. In, How did I market. know you were going to work a shot in there? I knew you were going to work a shot. You, I, love I have it. to. I, I have to, especially when he's not there to defend himself. Good point. You got to. Yes. So, yeah. If you're just tuning in, so Barrett's—he's playing in the uh, Brett Michaels. Thank you, Randall. Appreciate it. That's uh, that's the lead singer of Gunner's favorite band, Poison. But uh, uh, who? Who? Brett Brett Michael. He's actually a Pennsylvania guy. And Brett Michaels. He is that's a Pennsylvania my, that's, guy. That's my landscaper's name, Brett Michaels. I gotta see if he's the guy. <laughs> Maybe that's what he's doing now. Wow. Uh, yeah. So get um, Barrett is playing in Ron Jaworski's golf tournament. He claims I he, he should be done by now. He claims. He claimed he claimed he was he gonna be done, done by twelve thirty. Now I think he lives Derek, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he lives about 20 minutes from Jaws Golf Course in South Jersey, 
Okay. Well, Josh's Josh's um event is in Atlantic City, somewhere right outside of Atlantic City. Oh, he's so in AC today. He yeah, has no I chance think, to get back unless he's doing the show from. Uh, oh, he might do it from his car. From yeah, from his phone. Okay. Yeah, that's possible. That's unless this possible. is unless this is a different Jaws event, but uh, Jaws event this time of year is usually in AC. All right. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out. Xander, if you can text Barrett and see where the where the event is. He's. I guarantee you, Barrett won't even be sure what town it is. They're complaining. No, uh, no, it'll no. just give you a Ron Jaworski place, man. It's great. And Birdman, we appreciate the love. Randall, we appreciate the love. And all you guys, everybody on the uh, on the stream, everybody listening, everybody in the in the comment section, we see you, we feel you, we appreciate you. Uh, there's no doubt. There is no question about that. All right. So we've talked a lot of Phillies. Like I said, we're going to dive into the Eagles in a little bit, but we're also going to get into the Flyers, who make a who make a pretty significant move here, Derek, uh, coaching change. And it re- realize it was 44 day search, a long search. Jeez. The last I, time they did, when they hired Vigneault, it was nine days. I think they wanted to get the right man to come in here and, and, and have patience in rebuilding this thing. Plus I believe they wanted to get somebody who had a, a coaching pedigree, which Tor, Tor, you know, uh, Tortorelli does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they needed somebody to come in here. That's going to flip the script on the culture and shake things up. Um, and as I said yesterday, when you hire a guy like Tortorelli, you you have to give him the leeway of being who he is. Now, like we said, you love him or you hate him. There's no gray area in between. But no. if you're going to bring him him, you cannot micromanage him in any way, shape, or form. You know, you, you've got to let him do what he does if you want to come out of this cesspool that is the, basically the bottom of the NHL right now. And my hope is, Derek, and look, he's – He's a guy who will turn around a team because he's a no nonsense guy, and it's going to be right, you're, right. Going to, you're going to practice the way you play. There's, there's, right. talk to anybody who ever you know played for him. But what I wonder is ultimately how much of this is this hire is going to get us noticed because it will. I mean, he is the, yeah. he's a head, yeah. he's a guy who will battle with the media. He will call players out. It's it's not yeah. typically what you get these days. Okay, with coaches where they're no, afraid of their no. own shadow of saying anything to offend a player, but. We also know that that, as much as we want it to be old school and all that, it doesn't work that way anymore. So how long can this last is going to be the million-dollar question, I would ask, with, with Tortorella. I, I, that's where – like, what's the shelf life? Two years? And then you're back in the same boat hiring another coach. Yeah, what, is, what did he get, a four-year deal for, like, $16 million or something Correct. like that? Yep. You're right. I mean, it could end in, in two years. You don't know. Um, but you've got to try something different because what you're doing didn't work. Right. Um, and, and, you know, from from a from a structural standpoint of putting better talent on the ice, coaches getting the most out of that talent and the end results, the W's and the L's and the L's by far away the W's in this case for this team. So you need to flip the script. You need you need to go against the grain, against your playbook and try something different. If it doesn't work within two years, well, you're searching again. But, you know, the guy you just hired. Um, is is the type of guy in your face guy, uh, hurt you know hurt your feelings kind of guy, to get the maximum effort out of you. How many of these players will step up and and accept that challenge, and how many how many will cower because they can't take the brow beating? We're gonna find out real soon with this. No new question. Head coach. Yeah. All right. So you know what we're gonna do? We would normally take a timeout here, but our guy right. is ready. Our guy is ready. He's got a, he's got a, some golf today. You got a presser at two o'clock for the Flyers. And you don't keep a Hall of Famer waiting. There he is, the man you mean, himself, you, you, Al Morganti. You mean I got to treat him with respect now? Is that it? For the first time, no. yes, there. 
No, you don't. Just because you get anywhere doesn't mean you're wicked smart all of a sudden. It doesn't happen that way. <laughs> this well, is the this... same. This is the same guy who used to antagonize me every day in the office, <laughs> pull, trying to pull pranks on me, moving stuff around on my desk. First of all, congratulations. Um, it, it, it well deserved, no question about it. But I still don't trust you. You know, luckily no, we're not I in the same room. How, yeah, I didn't know you were working with Chris Ledoux. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Al. You're 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 you have the honor of me in my shore garb. I'm down the shore doing the show, so I figured you know they have the country music. It's right up your alley. Country music concert on the beach today, tonight. So you, like this is it. right up your alley. It is pretty cool. I got yeah. I got to give you a voice. Hi, yeah. Oh wow, really hey, cool. Hey, well, he's the hey, one that canceled his concert, right? For the for the uh, yeah. The basketball game. That's yep. right. Hey Al, what do you think about that little turquoise medallion in the middle of his hat? <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Oh, I did. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's, they were kill. Al had a red, white, and blue one on earlier. They were killing me for that too. So I'm just taking the heat today. It's okay. You got sometimes you got to take, right. take a beating. Uh, yeah. I got the I got the tractor supply hat on, so we're ready to go. I like it. I like are it. You well, are, are you all golfing too? I'm going to golf. I'm not the Tortorella. He's going to be introduced in Philly on Tuesday, I think. Oh, okay. So okay. that's when I think I'll uh, hook up there because today will be pretty. Uh, the Zoom things with uh, on a coach introduction are a little. It's nicer to you know what it's like. Yeah, want to yep, get him on yep. the side, talk to him, do stuff like that. All right, Al. So you, look, you you know Tortorella obviously very well. First of all, he's been around the NHL for a long time. He's a Boston guy. You know, we've seen him as the opposing coach be the villain. He's not afraid to be the heel. So what what do you think of this move generally, and how much of it is about let's make this team interesting again? Well, I mean, I've been around a bit, not my first rodeo, and uh, I actually, I I actually this is as excited I've been about something with the Flyers since Eric Lindros. Wow! Only because only because of where they are right now, and I very rarely would say that you should take into account what it means to a fan base when you're hiring a coach, but this is different now. Uh, from what I've seen happen in terms of slippage, if you will, um, with uh, with the team in the last couple of years, and to have a real genuine hockey guy uh, to be, I think, going to be the face of the franchise. Um, and I know it probably, although you know, burnout with him isn't as quickly as people think. I mean, he's been really good in Columbus, Tampa, obviously New York. Guy, guys play very well. Young players with him. And I think four years is about right. Who knows if he makes the – in the NHL, if you make two years, it's, you know, historic. So, I mean, I, I'm really thrilled with this. I, I think he, he checks every box. Um, he's, there's worries going in, as there is with any coach, if you can have that old-school mentality. But if you really look at it, he's the oldest coach they've ever hired, and he doesn't come across that way to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he comes across as – a just a uh, energetic, uh, you know, adrenaline kind of a guy, and I really think they needed it. So, Al, when you look at his pedigree, are you surprised that he took the job when you consider that basically he's taking over a reclamation project? I'm not because, Gunnar, I knew how much he wanted this job. Okay. I mean, this was, he wanted to get his hands on this team. Mm. And when you when you really look at it, if you're looking at it in terms of, What's going to be the measure of success? Well, they're at a real low point. Yep. And they have guys coming off of injury, which nobody really wanted to highlight as an excuse last year. But if you're somebody coming in and they're going to say, well, you know, Couturier is going to be back and God knows about Ellis, if, if he's going to be back. 
and we're going to be, you know, we're going to, we're going to have healthier people. Hayes, presumably healthier. I think he really wanted to get his hands on that to, to get it done. I mean, you know, Rob, you mentioned he's a, I don't know how much of a mass guy he is. I mean, went to Maine. Uh, he did grow up in Massachusetts, but I never connected that way. Like, with Roenick and those guys, yeah. he's more like a, a hockey world, a, a, a hockey citizen, more than a guy to come out of. He's not the usual mass hole, as we call ourselves, coming out of Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody would ever accuse you of that either, Al. Let's just be clear. Okay. <laughs> There's the line of the day right there. Uh, but Al, let me ask you, for, just from a talent standpoint, yes, you get some of those guys back, you get Couturier back, you get Hayes back, yep. certainly big, big pieces. How short are they on talent in general? Well, they're short on time, real high-end talent. Like last year, where did they go? 12, I think, in a row shootouts without scoring a goal. I'm not talking about 12 yeah. shootouts. I'm talking about 12 shooters. Mm -hmm. It was it was awful. It was uh, when you see the lack of high-end talent skill, people that can finish. You know, it's one thing. I know there's a great work ethic, but, you know, a laundromat has a lot of washing machines that work hard and go nowhere. Okay. So you don't want to be a laundromat. And so you want that high-end talent to, to, that you have. And I think they're looking for it. I, I know they would like to sign Johnny Gaudreau. I don't know that they have the cap space. I think the most important things to happen this summer, I'm still not convinced about Ryan Ellis's injury, his status. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it's so funky dealing with injuries anymore and on mm -hmm. the information you get and what they're going to do. To me, that's the, that's the biggest issue right here. If he can't play... I would love to know by July, obviously, and get the long-term injury thing or whatever. But I think the real scary part is if he goes into next season thinking he doesn't need surgery, need surgery for the core issue, and then he does, yeah. then they're really, then they're really hammered. I assume they're going to try to move JVR and some. If, if they buy him out, they're not going to get that much relief. I would think mm -hmm. that that would be a trade with something else if they could get it to get enough money to get a Gaudreau. And the other guy that I really like is Tony D'Angelo. And I know he's a lightning rod for some yep. people, but he's a right-handed shot, runs, plays pretty good power play, just as an insurance policy there. So, so Al, can this be a quick fix project? Can they turn it around sooner rather than later? And if they can, how do they go about doing it? Well, <clears throat> turn it around, it's, I guess they're in such a bad spot that turn yeah. it around just means – challenging for a playoff spot mm -hmm. instead of turn it around meaning can we win a stanley can we have a cup right. run right i don't think anybody expects that this year although you never know where the goaltender what happens look what the what happened with the rangers um but i think they can turn it around and i i expect it i mean <clears throat> all the stuff that happened last year the energy that they'll get from this criteria especially coming back now that back injury you know i suspect he'll be okay uh you know he had a guy Bertuzzi had the kind of the same thing and came back in Detroit last year. So mm -hmm. I don't think there's any problem there, but I think if you're looking at turnaround being challenged for playoff spot, be in it and expect to win most nights. Yeah. I think they can turn around. If you're talking about turning around, like going into last year when we thought, Oh man, I can make a cup run. I'm not so sure they have the, mm. but barring that free agent signing, I don't, I'm not so sure they have the stuff there. Now, what do we have with Carter Hart? Because, look, I was one who was convinced that he was going to be that, the guy finally. And it's hard to put all of it on him because the, you know, they didn't give him any help. But, but where do things stand with him? And, and what do you think his future is with the Flyers? 
I still think he's a he's a franchise goaltender. Now, last year I didn't, I didn't finish strong. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard to judge when losing becomes it becomes so ordinary. Like it became just too accepted. Mm-hmm. And for a goaltender too, it was. I, I think that kind of took a little bit out of you because you have to compete like every shift, every shot. And when when the when the premium on winning isn't as high. Uh, the bad, the letting the bad goal in or whatever. I just think it affects you. You may not want it to. You think you're, you know, your mental edge is going to be there and all that, and you've worked out. But there's just something to, you're, 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 you can't get a playoff, and you know you're not going to make the playoffs by Christmas, to be able to bring your A game mentally. And I don't think it was there. I'm, I've just seen him too good, Rob, in international mm-hmm. competitions at low. You know, I know it was young, but the the competition level in world juniors and stuff is remarkably high, mm. which is why so many mm-hmm. hockey players can come in at 18, 19 and have already gone through it. And, and, and you know, he's Canadian. I mean, the, the, those tournaments are, are covered like the World Series here. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't th- I don't worry about I don't worry about Hart. I, I, I think he's going to be a, a, a terrific goalie. But having said that, I never thought the Rangers would be with goaltending your light years ahead after Lundqvist leaves and now they get Chesterkin. It's like, oh my God, here we go again. Now let me follow up because I, I, sure. I don't know this as well as, as maybe I, I, I'm going to draw an analogy with the NFL with Hart. Sometimes players get happy feet in the pocket when there's so much pressure yeah. on them. Can that happen with a goaltender or are you worried that there may be a little bit of that, you know, sort of PTSD with, with Carter Hart? I was worried the year before when the defense, when it was so bad and yep. everything was bad, I thought he was a lot better this year. He still is iffy handling the puck, loses a stick sometimes, but I mean, in actual stopping the puck, I thought he was a lot more structured uh, than he was the year. The year before was last year was so much better than the year before. And it was chaotic. You know, la- last year, as, you know, they had to deal with Yandel had a really bad year in front of him. But other than that, I thought they were a lot more structured and he was in better spots to make saves. Still, may, I, I really think if they were in a race, you would see him come up with a 10 bell save or whatever if he had to. Okay. And just, um, but he, he let in some soft ones. I was disappointed later in the year. And I think that's part of the reason he didn't play much at the end of the year when, what were we told? It was a, uh, it's a new thing now. It's not even an uh, upper body or lower body now referred to as a nagging injury so yeah. that's that's the newest thing in hockey i just think right. nagging injury yeah alice is this is the front office in good shape or does it need to be retweaked <laughs> i think the front office is on a very very hot seat mm-hmm. um there's no doubt if this doesn't work out tortorella i mean that uh that fletcher is this you won't get another shot at this uh danny briere will be part of it uh, coming in uh kind of a relationship there and the I know that Flyer fans are frustrated because there's no um, sense of uh, whose hands on the wheel uh, in right. terms of right. running the entire franchise. You know, the, Dave Scott comes down and you go, is he a hockey guy, whatever. It's, 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 so, it's so different um, from what they're used to. But you can't live in the past. If you have corporate ownership, you're going to have to deal with some of the uh, – some of the things that go with corporate ownership. I mean, that's just the way it is. And that's why the GM position and that's why this coach position is so important. I'm not going to say Tortorella is going to act as a GM or whatever, but I think he'll be a voice to what some fans wanted to hear previously. Um, You know, nobody from Comcast is going to come out and scream like Ed Snyder did. 
I mean, you know, you want animation of your remote control howling? <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's, that might be what you, that's, that's might be what the fans expect there. But no, that's this way. They'll have a coach that can do that. And I would think Danny Briere will get more and more. But this is no doubt, you know, Fletcher had a monster offseason last year. Remember? Mm-hmm, Just yeah. go back a year. It was like, what a great job. Look at all the people he's bringing in here. Look at all the additions they made on defense. They've, they've upgraded everywhere. And then boom, 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 injuries happen. And, and they're, it, it, it looks awful. So he really has to have some stability here. And, and what has, this, is a, this is a huge year um, for the general manager, I think. And sometimes cover your behind leads you to do some better things. And so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that's the value. But you're right, Gunnar. It's a, a lot of eyes are on, are, are on that. Like, let's see if you made the right moves here. Uh, so you, how, mentioned, you mentioned the cap. How, how creative can they get here to, to land yeah. heavy hitters like Gaudreau? I mean, I know that, that is a difference-making kind of player who the city would adore because he's one of their own. Yeah, South Jersey kid. And D'Angelo's a South Jersey kid, too. Yeah. Amazingly. There's more, I think there's more kids from around here in the NHL than the NBA anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, When you look at it, what they'd have to do, I mean, the previous year you had Goss to spare. They, they send guys away to just eat contract. I don't know that JVR is going to be that easy to to do i think it would have to be hooked up with a draft pick if you're going to do that or buy him out and of that seven million i don't even think they might get three relief on it um so i mean they're going to have to be creative trade somebody like that i don't think hayes unless the bruins might be interested um coming in they they may have a somebody that would look at hayes but their hope is probably that he's a lot healthier after the multiple surgeries that he had uh, multiple issues that he had um, with his core injury. So, I mean, yeah, they have to be really, really creative. I guess Konechny is a guy that mm. other teams have inquired about. I know San Jose might have some interest in, some interest there. And that's that's odd because he was one of the mainstays. I mean, you, you look at it, the guys that you would count it on, Provorov, who I wouldn't be shocked if there was some deal there. Um, because he hasn't developed as people Al, what's happened there? I, I thought he was going to be a I, Norris Trophy winner. Yeah, he. When, and that's another issue. You, I hate to keep bringing up the Rangers, but when you look at it, and and you know Colorado with Makar and Hedman and and Hedman, you know he, he that kind of defenseman. He was supposed to be that kind of defenseman. Now the Rangers get this kid Fox and a goaltender. It's what you thought the Flyers had yeah. with Provorov and Hart, and mm-hmm. that's the problem. Provorov's issues were. I mean, I know they use him a lot, and God love him for the amount of ice time that he can eat up. But I never thought that he would be as uh, partner-dependent as he appears to be. I mean, you know, Niskanen, his previous partner the previous year, Matt Niskanen, when, after he retired, I mean, you know, nobody's writing Niskanen's name in the Hall of Fame ballot. But mm-hmm. once he left, it, it's like, well, what happened to Provorov? I think, I think Rod, Rob, the problem was... He really is, has struggled to control pace. Some, some defensemen learn it earlier than others. You can't always go full, full bore in terms of top speed, top speed. You have to pace a game. And that's what the real great ones do. They control the pace of a game, and it, it's not, it, it slows down for them. Provorov, and I didn't think it would happen after that, that, that rookie year, it doesn't seem like he slows it down at all, and it leads to turnovers. Um, it, it's not exactly panic, but it's trying to rush a play when it's not there. Sometimes you just you just 
jump on the grenade and that's the best situation mm-hmm. than, than, to, than to throw it to somebody else. So that's, that's what's happened. I, it, you know, it's the cliche trying to do too much and also with him trying to do it too quickly. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think that Tortorella is a very good coach for that because he will address it head on. His strength has always been he'll bring somebody in and just blatantly honest. And that won't go from the changes he'll make in probably his public persona or whatever. Mm. But he'll bring players in and just say, you just not, you know, you stink at this, basically. Right. And, you know, and and what happens is they get mad at it. And the reaction that he wants is to get better by being mad at times. Mm-hmm. And if the guy can't react to that, maybe you're not going to be tough enough to play, although it's changed a little bit in, in all the sports uh, to hear that. But he's brought players along. And, and the people that think that it's the kids that he ruins, it really isn't. Like a guy, he, he had a Dubinsky playing for him. Yeah. And he called him in before a year and said, you know, we got some kids coming up. Your ice time's going to be cut. Now, that's not a kid. This mm-hmm. is a guy that was a, a, a big star, kind of. It's like, well, this is for the team. This is what's going to be done. He's on. <clears throat> for me, most players afterwards always say, all I want is you to be honest with me. You guys have worked in TV. How many yeah. times after a show do they say, great show, great show? Then five minutes later, they're in a room saying, boy, that was god awful. If you don't tell the guy what you expect in any profession, how is he go, he or she going to know what am I supposed to do to improve? Dead so he's really, he's really good at that. Dead so, Al, Al, this city is known and this for is having... really good. You guys are doing great yeah. here, by the way. Thank great you, Al. Show. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. So, 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 so Al, um, yeah. this this city is known for having a solid fan base for hockey. Yeah. Um, are, are you surprised at how the fans have slowly, I hate to use the word disappear, but for lack of yeah. a better word, disappear is basically what we've seen over the latter part of this past season and yeah. what I'm anticipating coming up for this upcoming season. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that surprised because what you had was a fan base that really – Same thing with the Eagles. They love physical play. But here's what's happened in the NHL. In the NHL, not just Philadelphia. Previously, I would say, not even 10 years, whatever. You would go to a game, and even if your home team lost, it was a show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a sport best played on the very edge of chaos. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying go over the line, but it's best played... And Tortorella is the perfect kind of an example of it. It's best played where we're down three to one, maybe, but the, you know everything could change. Somebody could start. I'm not saying just fight, but big hits. A lot of that has been taken away, and the speed is terrific, and the skill is awesome. But it, it's almost come to the point where, if you go to a game and spend that kind of money, and your team yep. doesn't win, it's like, well, that wasn't that great. Yeah. Previously, if you went to a game and they lost three to two or four to two, and it was like, what a show! And it was just, just, it was just lay it out there the whole time. And they've lost some, the whole league's lost some of that. So that's happened in Philly. And, you know, frankly, the, the Sixers were tremendous. And I never thought, thought that the Flyers would slip like that. The, the, the real genius when Snyder owned it was he convinced the locker room and the media that the Flyers were as important as the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Like, if they lost the game, it was like, you guys should be embarrassed or whatever. Like, And now, I really think in, in all the sports, there's an ability to 
kind of hide under a green shadow. Yep. <laughs> it's 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 yep. like I'm watching I'm watching like a, a TV show and there's Mike Trout talking about a uh, a fantasy football league. I'm like, well, how good is that for my sport? I got I got the <laughs> I, yeah. I got these kind of <laughs> and and it's a great I point. Think, I think that's happened a lot everywhere where you kind of say, well, you know that that's it's like soccer in Europe now. And, yeah. and, and yeah. but you have you have this and the Sixers have managed with the star player. Um, the Flyers didn't have that star player to kind of overcome that. All right, Al, we, I, I know you got some golf coming up, but I do no want to worries. give you. No worries. That's not till I don't, I don't warm up ever, so I'm no. good. <laughs> <laughs> you're, still, you're still good. You don't need to warm up. Uh, Al just steps to the, to the first tee and crushes. But I got you, you got honored this week, and it, I was listening live, and it was really cool. Frank Saravalli called yep. uh, into the morning show. And and I don't know. I have no idea if you knew previously or whatever. But it, it was a real. It was really nice. The announcement you've you've been yeah. selected to the to the Hockey Hall of Fame, and of course, you know the the, the whole specter that goes with it and everything that go, goes along with that. For a guy who's covered the game as long as you have, who played the game, at, you know, at, at the college level, what does it mean to to, to be inducted? Because you're a very humble guy. But that that had to really touch yeah. you. No. Take the college out. I was first cut. As soon as as soon as I got the Canadians on the ice and they broke somebody's <laughs> nose, I said I'm leaving. So, <laughs> so, so take, take, I, you know, I was you know you know I I honestly it was it was amazing to me. I mean, this might be the biggest miracle since Lake Placid in hockey. But I mean, it's an honor because it's your peers that vote you in or whatever and this was for writing i've done you kind of get um it kind of hurts you that you do other media because they kind of set because i'm going to billy clement which is tremendous awesome. i just love bill clement it's, it's tremendous absolutely but you know it it, it really was because i work with so many great people jay greenberg who's since pa- passed last summer uh is, is in the hall of fame a lot of the guys and and women that i mm. came up with the helene elliott in the hall of fame it's because it's the respect you get from the people that you worked with, which is always the best to me. Mm. Um, you know, getting in as a media person is far different than a you know, player thing. Uh, maybe, maybe other media people come and look at, look at the plaques there, <laughs> but it show it. I mean, I really love the sport and I owe everything, literally everything to, to the sport, to even being on the radio. Cause it was mm. Ed Snyder who I went to and, you know, we, you know, this crazy person wants to do a show and maybe it'll work. And, and because, you know, I trust hockey guys and we had kind of the thing built in, but I, I really, uh, I was stunned that I, you know, after all these years, I kind of still remembered for that. So I'm, I'm really thrilled about it. I kind of, I don't like all the congrats. I mean, it's uncomfortable <laughs> to, to, to have that. But on the other hand, I honestly think that being in Philadelphia helps because when you look at it, when I was at the Inquirer, Jason Stark, I was the best man at his wedding. He's in the baseball hall of fame. Yep. Uh, Ray was yep. at the daily news. He's in the football hall of fame. I think Phil Jasner is probably in the basketball yeah. hall of fame. Mm-hmm. This yep. is all going on at the same time. Amazing. And, and I think as much as people say, when you play in Philadelphia as an athlete, you've got to be at the top of your game. I also think in all media, print, broadcast, radio, TV, I think you better be at the top of your game because the fans will know. So I honestly think that uh, that the fan base kind of raises your game. Mm-hmm. And I think I've really benefited from having grown up in, in Boston, which is a terrific fan base. And in Philadelphia, especially uh, with the Flyers at that time, it shows you. It's why I was so dis- dismayed when they kind of lost their edge. It was just the place to be Philadelphia. 
Well, when you got here, you got here about 40 years ago, somewhere in that neighborhood, not to make yeah, it yeah. sound old, but yeah, did you, ancient. did you think it would be <laughs> a, a short holdover? I know you, you know, you were in Atlanta, you were in Florida. Yeah. You, did you think you'd be eventually back in Boston eventually, or did well, you? I, yeah, I was, I was offered uh, the job in, in Boston. Um, I had just been married, got married and decided to stay here because my wife, Carol was a PR director of the spectrum. Right. And it didn't make any sense to pick, pack up and leave. And Philly's a Philly, Philadelphia to live in is, you know, I know people complain about prices, but when you're from Boston and you spend a lot of time in New York and Washington, it's like, man, Ooh. it's pretty nice living here. Yeah, you know, my mom came down, thought I was a millionaire. I said, mom, your your condo costs three times what my what my house costs <laughs> up there in up there in Massachusetts. So I mean, I real and the people here are just look. It, it's just so special to have people that care so much. It's like in other cities, even Boston or Chicago or New York, people, you know, they 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 care. They they want to make a difference. But in Philly, the fans know they make a difference, <laughs> and that that's what's that that's what makes it so special. I. I really do think it's because of being in this market that so many writers and media people, when you look on TV, all the people that have gone through the Philly market, it's, it's insane. Amazing. And it's because there's a great attention to it and the great demand from fans. No so Al, 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 I'm not surprised one bit you, you've taken a humble approach in terms of receiving such an incredible accolade, but let's face it. You know, a lot of times in the media, just like in professional sports, we like to be recognized for contributions that we make. Did you ever in your career allow yourself to think, hey man, it would be really cool to get in the Hall of Fame one day? I did because so many, because um, the guys that I, guys and women that I came up with, a lot of them, three or four of them are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric Duhatchek in Calgary, Kevin DuPont from the Globe, mm -hmm. uh, Larry Brooks at the New York Post, Jay yeah. Greenberg, as I mentioned. So I thought, boy, I, I, I worked alongside them and yeah, it'd be nice to, at least be in the race a little bit. And as time slips by, you're kind of out of it. But, you know, I, I think Jay really helped me because working against somebody like Jay, you, you had to just be so good. I mean, yeah. I don't I'm Now I'm really showing my age. There used to be two racehorses, Affirmed and Aladar. And oh, yeah. Affirmed, was, Affirmed, I thought, was so much better because Aladar pushed him every race in the Triple Crown. So I, I think you need that. And I think competition in any in any industry is good. And, and Jay really... I had to work so hard to just keep level with Jay. Mm. Lastly, Derek, the most impressive thing about Al is the fact that he's gotten up for now 32 or three years at three o'clock in the morning. That's crazy. That's it crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, yeah. Al, that, that's more impressive than anything uh, on the resume. That is oh, not that, an easy yeah. thing to do, especially when you do a post game the night before and turn it around and, 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 and getting out two hours later and, and going out on a 92 degree day to golf after yes. getting up yeah. at like two or three well, in the morning. Really, really does it doesn't affect it much hey look i'm 27 look at me <laughs> <laughs> al you're the best man listen congratulations enjoy it let, let yourself sit you know kind of soak in it a little bit this weekend and have fun all right thank you yeah yeah take care of the horse out there and you can go fly fishing gonna <laughs> yeah hey al, al real quick before i let, before <laughs> I let you go yeah. before i let you go okay so we know a changing of the guard is coming with um you know angelo calling it a career yeah. at the end of this year how much longer you you, you want to do radio um, until they tell me to stop. I okay. mean, that's basically, I've been one year at a time. I just go to work until they tell me that's what I've always done. I mean, yeah. I'm a fourth line checking wing. They tell me to go on the ice. I go on the ice. There you go. <laughs> hey, I, I, love I, you. I love you, man. I love did you. want to ask you one more thing now before we get you yeah. out of here. Who, who wins the cup? Oh yeah. Um, I'm actually going to go with Tampa, even though they, yeah. I, think, I think that goaltender will get hot. 
So this is I'm, it's I'm just, pick, yeah. What a series, yeah, man! it's just terrific. Incredible. Up, up and down the ice, two goaltending. So you know, both fun, teams man. great goaltending. You know, yeah. three incredible lines. Both teams, man. And, I, and if that game one, if that's what's to come, you know, even if you're not a <laughs> hockey fan, that's must see TV. It until is must see TV. Oh my! I wish it was in Philly. I hear you, man. Al, hit him straight, right. man. Thanks, buddy. All right, Thank Al. You. Take care, buddy. Appreciate it. That's Al Morgani. Al, Gunner, you know. You know from being around him. Al is that guy. Like, he is – he can be – like, if you leave a bag open, yep. he's going to stick, like, you know, a hot dog in right, there. Right, right, or, 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 or a donut or, or something. Uh, you know, oh, look what we have. Look who's back. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm back. Rob, I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. I was following the bouncing turquoise medallion on your hat. I couldn't. I'm sorry. I <laughs> They're I'm making sorry. fun of me, Barrett. They're making fun of my, my lid. Hey, I'm in hey, my Barrett, shore mode here down We down got here. people calling us part of the village people. Village people. <laughs> uh, macho, I'm the lead, yeah, yeah. lead singer of Poison. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. We, we, I've, I've gotten it all today so far. Double, double 007, 007 even took a shot at me. I'm wearing a standard baseball cap saying I'm the cop <laughs> yeah. of village people. I mean, really? So, Man. Barrett, we, before we get a timeout, and we'll, we'll dive into the Eagles in a second, how did we hit him today? How'd we do? I had fun, bro. I had a lot of fun, man. Okay. Did you know? Hey, were what you a, were you in AC? No, no, no. It was in uh, it's at Riverwinds this year. Okay, uh, live Where's casino that? took over. It's over in uh, it's it's in Jersey, but it's okay. right right next to the bridge. In fact, Deptford, um, right? Is it in Deptford? Yeah, Deptford. Oh, uh, okay. Hole 17 is right there near the um, Delaware River. You got to hit over this little um, like part of the river and put it on this on a small island, man. It's, it's a great course. I didn't finish it. I couldn't finish it because we still had three more holes to go. Okay. See, but I had to get back to you guys. Now, see, I'm glad you said that before we go to break because I had said to Rob, Rob earlier in the show, I said Barrett sent us a text at 12.04 <laughs> saying, I'm, I'm almost finished. We have four holes to play. At 12.26, I said, there's no way he's playing four holes in 20, 22 minutes. No, no, no. No way. I finished the last, I finished that that next hole. I finished that and then I got out of great guys, you know. Yeah. I played with great guys, man. But it, it was fun, man. You know, um I started at 820. And of course, you know, everybody was taking their sweet time and playing. Of course. Yeah. You know, I, I could have sworn we'd have been done. But four hours, you should be done playing golf in four hours. So I can't golf, man. And we Can't weren't do done it. yet, man. So yeah, I, I mean, it. it was it was longer than the Phillies play. So I, I you know, I, I became a little disinterested and re- ready to go. You Plus, I don't want to give out. back to my boys. Yeah, I yeah. Give you to check my boys. out after a little while. I hear. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do this. Catch your breath. Uh, we'll we'll take a timeout. We'll dive into the Eagles. Perfect timing for you to be back on, Barrett. So we'll yes, do that sir. when we get back. Don't go anywhere. D Gun, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right. Let me tell you about my guy Jim Murray. Because you know with finances, you don't want to mess around. And if you're not sure, you got to ask the right person and make sure that you're investing your money wisely. And Jim Murray is that guy for me. He'll be that guy for you. I can tell you from personal experience, Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group have been amazing to me and, and great people to work with, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review. If you have a small business and you need some help with employee benefits, that's another resource that Jim and his crew can help you with. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k role over to Jim, and I couldn't be happier. Just give him a call, 610-996-4751. That's 610-996-4751. You can also email him at murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. Go for the polls and the pools go for the ooze and the oz go for the bubbles and the bubbly 
go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Gravity, but United Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, we are back. Yes, little costume change for the for the folks out there. With the more oh, he's normal. Now he's traditional, normal. Traditional hat. And I fixed the Eagles flag. Everybody was concerned. We got it going. It's flying, you know, all set. We're good to go. <laughs> We're good to go here in Wildwood, yes. Man. So um, a couple things. We didn't really get a chance to dive into this too much a little bit earlier, Barrett, so it's great you just uh, you just sat down. But that's why I always like our, our group texts in the morning or when we, you know, we have our meetings at, at 11 o'clock because we kick around some ideas. And you brought up a great one, I thought, today. The, the training camp darling, right? There's always that guy that just ascends either in, in camp and then in a couple of when we used to actually have preseason games, you know, where people played. We had Paul Turner thrown out there, right? He, he was That's right, guys. Paul Turner. Yeah, he you're was, right. He yeah. was, when yeah. I was a kid, uh, there was a guy, Billy Hess from Westchester. Who like every year <laughs> Billy has tore it up in, in camp and then in preseason games. And there's always that guy, right? So I I guess my question is about you were down there, you had the opportunity to to kind of check it out. Who's that guy? Who's that guy who you think might be the one that we're talking about here? Is is it Britton Covey? Is it, it Britton uh, Covey? That's I me, mean, that's the guy. Britton Covey. I mean Kevin everybody. Allen. Yeah. 
Yeah, everybody's enamored with him and his ability to. That's, that's me. What's my TV? I'm trying to turn my TV down, man. You know, you got you, you got the the dogs not running around their desk arguing with you over treats again. No, yeah, right. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, See, I'm I told you guys, I told you guys before, it's something about this guy, Britton Covey, and, and, and I keep hearing a comedy, and I keep hearing things about him. And you know, he's a little wispy guy, five eight, about right, seventy right, wet. Right. But I, as I said earlier in the week, you know, people have already said you know, he's got he's got this game about him like a Cole Beasley, like a yep. Julian Edelman, a little guy who could wiggle in a slot. He's not the fastest guy in the world, straight ahead speed. He's not the fastest guy in the world, but he's got great hands. From what I'm told, he catches everything that comes in in his in his zip code. Um, and also, here's the thing: we were talking about this yesterday or two days ago. Who's the kick returner on this team? Supposedly, he's an accomplished kick returner, a punt returner. Uh, so he might be your solution. You never know. Don't count him out just yet. What do you, what do you, what do you think about that, Barry? We lost Barrett again. We lost. We, we lost. There he is. Okay. Not turn the TV off, man. Oh. Well, so Gunner just you know basically laid out the case for for Britton Covey, yeah. and I know you know we we talked about this. Geez, man, after the draft. Uh, I I saw him play a couple. I, I love the late night Utah games, and, and yeah, I, I remember yep. him in the Rose Bowl too. Big West, you know, yeah, yeah. He's a nasty kick returner, that's for sure. But he is a tiny dude, man. Yep, so can yep. he hold up? I guess would be my question. It, it, like I said, he's a camp darling. Um, I don't think it'll equate to playing on Sunday. That's that's the thing. I mean, I understand they're small guys, but um, first of all, he plays the wrong position. This is the deep I've seen that those wide receiver position being a long time. Yeah, right? that's gonna be tough. And yeah, it's, it's gonna be tough. And and they don't keep guys like they used to keep as far as um, guys that that play special teams, special team return type of guys. They don't do it anymore. Uh, you know, you can't hold a roster spot just because you play special teams now. You have guys like um, Sean Bradley. Sean Bradley might not even make the squad this year. Yeah, and he was a special teams guru. That'd so, be a shame. He he is too good on special teams to not make this. He guy. is, man. You. He is. Oof. But I mean, there's not enough linebacker spots. You know, they brought in guys. Play. When would we have? When have we been to a point where there's been more linebackers than they can do it? You know, what I'm saying more yeah. linebackers that can play than they can really handle right now, and that's exactly what's going on. I just can't see him making the squad over uh, TJ, um, uh, Kazir, mm-hmm. Davion, the Kobe. Even Patrick Johnson, um, it, I, I think will make the squad and over him. So, you know, Patrick Johnson was, you know, last year's seventh round draft choice. I don't think he makes the squad over him. And you know, look at the other Johnson they just drafted from uh, Kyron Johnson from from Kansas. Yeah, it's just so many linebackers, and and they specialize now because now they have rush in linebackers that are, you know, guys are just gonna you know play like Jannard Avery, Jannard Avery really didn't do himself justice. He could have really been an asset for that defense last year, but he didn't know how to step into that position, and that's why he's gone. Hassan Reddick is going to step into that position. Uh, Kyron Johnson, Patrick Johnson are going to step in that position of that hybrid rush Sam Sam linebacker type of guy. Like I said, in the receiver position, there's just too many guys there. You got Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Quez Walker, Zach Pascal, and right now it's a battle for that, that fifth spot. That's six spot. You got John Hightower uh, sitting there. You got uh, Greg Ward. I mean, Devin Allen, you know, is is, is a Olympic sprinter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's one of the fastest men in the world. Like, that's not right. an exaggeration. Like, literally. So, how, how is that going to give 
you know, Britton Covey, uh, Britton Covey a chance to make the squad. I, I just can't see it, especially when they have returners that can go after, you know, Jason Huntley is going to be the kick returner, um, you know, kick uh, returner. he's speed, man. They like that. Um, as far as punt returns, you know, I don't know, man. Now they can afford to put uh, Devontae Smith back there for sure hands, which has kind of got to put Greg Warden out um, in, in not a good man, position. Dad, I'm not was, messing with Devontae Smith returning anything, man. I know, I, man. I don't want him back there. No, thank I, you. I, I don't either, but who else can we put back there? I know. I mean, do you do you keep you keep uh, Jalen Rager back there? Nope. Just because? Nope. Look, he's going to be on the rock. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't want him. I, he's a he's a worst case scenario. If there's injuries if he's on the squad, but I don't want him as my primary at all. I mean, look. First of all, not only does he, I know he broke the one in Green Bay his rookie year, but he he rarely ever breaks anything. And I don't trust his hands, man. We saw it in the playoff game last year. Yes. So I can't. Uh, no way is that the option. So so all right. So who do you who who returns for us then? That's, that's where you, that's, that's where Britton Covey. Could make the squad. I mean, yeah. can um can can Devin Allen return? That'll be away from oh. um, he he's right now he's not a camp darling, but he is the darling of the of the teams of the guys that you know you you hear in their front. He's a fascinating name. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you're talking about a guy with that kind of but 2016, bro. That's you know a long time, is? dude. Six years and you haven't played competitive <laughs> yeah. football. No, I'm no. sorry. I, that's what I can't get past. It, right. if it was two years. Yeah, okay. You know, maybe. Right, you know, whatever. right, Six right, years. right. Uh, I, you know, I, I think it's easier for um for uh what's his name that we had on yesterday? I, um Trey Trey Burton. Trey Burton. I think it's easier for Trey Burton to make the squad as opposed to him. And Trey, wow. you know, at this point, you know, I don't think Trey even desires to really he, – he, he doesn't desire really to be out he there. He didn't seem to me like he wanted to play football anymore. No, I, no, again, no. things can change, but it didn't – I think it struck me like he kind of did his thing and he's good. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. So he got paid in Chicago. Good for him, you know. And when you when can go fishing, you can go fish for a living now. You know you're doing pretty good, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he may not have made – he may not have made the huge money we talk about in the NFL today, but he made enough money to live comfortably yeah, the rest right, of right. his life. And Trey's he, not a guy who was going to be spending crazy no, either. He's, no, he's a he, smart dude. Very smart dude. dude, man. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he can live a nice, conservative, good life. Did you see those pictures I sent you guys yesterday of, what, of, fishing, uh, of him fishing? No. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no, yeah. we talked about it, but you didn't send the picture. We talked no, about I it with did. him. What happened? Bro? I didn't send I don't the think pictures. you sent them. No, you didn't what? send them to us. No, no. You talked no, about we, he, them, he told us did. about the size of some of the oh. stuff that he was, that he was yep. reeling in. But no, you didn't give us any any pictures. No, All right, guys. Phone. Who who yeah. else do you who else do you guys think? You know, Camp Darling. To me, I think the Camp Darling um, guys are going to really look at is Marcus Epps. I think he steps in, and mm. I, I I think he becomes the best safety we have. Wow, the squad. Uh, is yeah, that I is agree. that a good thing or a bad thing? That's that's. That's what I want to know. See, yeah. I don't think he's just default. Like, I don't think he's just – they've done everything else. They can only fix so many positions. Uh, you got to deal with them. I, I think he's better than that. I, I do. I think he's I do, gonna, too. I think he's, better than, I think he's better than Smith right now. And I think he's better than Anthony Harris. I mean, Harris right now, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, I, you may we may end up by the end of the year – look, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where Kayvon Wallace is at this point, but it may be an Epps-Wallace, uh, you know, safety spot in terms of the start yes yes they like they like and i see i see the fact that um Kayvon is starting to get comfortable back there yeah he's he's seeing things now develop in front of him he's reacting he's not just sitting back there trying to guess what's going on he's reading it and and, and getting where he's supposed to be getting to a spot and playing where he's supposed to be at 
A lot yep. of guys, a lot of guys haven't haven't, you know, matured to that, you know, that spot yet. And he's starting to mature to that spot. The, the other guy, I, I guess I would say Barrett, and and it's I don't know if this would count, but because he he was a camp darling last year and, and people were right about it. You know, Tyree Jackson, if he comes back healthy, there now, you he's go. not gonna, he's there not you gonna go. be there in camp, but because he's coming off that that pretty serious injury in December. But let's say he's ready to go for the this might be a stretch for the first game of the season or week like three or four. This dude is huge with great athleticism and great speed. And, and from what it looked like, pretty good hands. Yes. He's a guy, you know, we're all worried about the backup tight end. You know, what's after Goddard that, you know, stole is kind of just a guy and whatever. If Tyree Jackson's ready to go, he's that guy. He's he, he show and he showed some enthusiasm when he was out there. I mean, he didn't have a catch, but still, you know, it was still a threat him being out there. You know what I mean? So, um, I like and, him. And Calcaterra is another one. I'll throw that yep. out there. You know, he, who's a tight end, who, the, the kid out of Oklahoma who, who took a year off in between, um, you know, with, with concuss- he was from Oklahoma originally, then he went to SMU uh, when he sat after he sat out the year. But he's got real skill, man. If you guys yes. watched him at, at Oklahoma, I didn't see him as much at, last year at SMU, but he was a big time threat down the field. He's not a blocker, yep. but he'll yep. catch the ball, man. He's definitely he's definitely a, a, um, a pass catching tight end. You yeah, know, he, he he's more so the mode of of a uh, Zach Ertz than you know blocking tight end. Um, yeah. There's there's one here that really intrigues me. We haven't heard much about him in camp, and I don't know if we ever will. But just from physical size alone, and we talk about how secure the D tackle rotation already is. There's a kid, an undrafted kid on this roster named Noah Ellis, who's six four, three forty seven out of Idaho. Oh. Now, three forty seven. God. Now there, there's been some massive road graders who have made some pretty good livings in the National Football League playing D tackle. 340, 345, 350, you know. Um, I, something about this kid, I'm curious to see if they would try to hide him on, a, on the practice squad eventually. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's the perfect nose. He's the guy's going to be right there, head up over the center. Yeah. There, there aren't many guys who are in the same, uh, you know, uh, size Z- conversation. Zip coat. With Anthony, uh, or with Jordan Davis. You know, that that's the crazy thing. Whew. But it sounds like he's one of them. I Man. Mark my words. Mark my words, and this guy's gonna get a lot of burn because we don't play our ones in uh in camp or ones or twos in camp. That, you're right, but, uh, that's a really interesting point, Barrett. Like it, as much as it frustrates us media and fans that we don't get to see these guys in any kind of game setting till week one, it does give these young kids a shot. Yes, it does. They're gonna get yeah. extended time, right? It'll that's, give them an option. You know, you'll you'll see the guys like uh you know uh Coyote Awosaka. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raven Carr. You'll see those at Tyree Jacksons. You'll see the, actually, you'll see Carson Strong. You'll see the arm how he can rip it. He's going to surprise you guys. Carson Strong has an arm, man. What's and, your sense with that, Barrett? Is he the practice squad guy? Is that what yes, your sense yes. is? Yes, I think I think they let uh, Reed Senate go, and Carson Strong becomes that third um, quarterback for this team. He's young. He's that perfect size. He's like 6'5". He's big. 220. You know he's what I mean? He's a statue, though. He, don't, he, ain't, he ain't moving much. No functional mobility, but he's yeah. going to wing it. He can hose it, man. And, yeah. And you, that, that's what you want quarterbacks to do. He, I'm sorry. He's 6'3". Mm-hmm. He's 6'3", 225. He's put together. He's not He's not slightly built. No. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he can hose it, man. Yeah. He can definitely hose it. So. Yeah, it's a matter of those legs holding up, you know, for sure, too, because he's, he's had some knee issues uh, in, in his past. That's for sure. All right, so I, 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 the other question I want to pose at you guys, look, we've talked a lot about Jalen Hurts and, and what this looks like and, and you know, what, how much he 
the whole team revolves around him. There's no doubt. I guess my question is for you, how would you like to see Nick Sirianni and, and Shane Steichen start the year off with him? Like what, what would be the best course of action for you in the way that he's utilized to get him going, build confidence, build confidence around the team, around him? How would you like to see them get him going? Because I think it's going to be different than what we saw last year with the way they started him. Mm. Mm. I mean, would you like? Would there be less designed runs? Would it be well, more high percentage throws? Like, how would you how would you go about for, trying to get him going? I guess for, for me, for me, I would use a similar game plan as to what they used last year against Detroit to test the waters initially. That's when the ground game really took off. It was against Detroit, and as I've said, I believe Detroit has a lot better talent than what they showed on the paper that particular game. And if you look at their record the record would indicate, you know, they, they, they battled tooth and nails. They just couldn't finish the job, but I would just say to get a flow going, get a rhythm going, move the chains with that ground game, sprinkle in a pass here or there. I wouldn't have them come out throwing, 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 throwing and getting a rhythm like that. I would, I would try to offset the defense and get them thinking they're still going to run the ball first and loosen them up with the run and then start having them dink and dunk his way down the field in a rhythm type offense. How about you big? I you know what? I wanted to I wanted to run the same offense that Dallas ran when uh when um Dak first started playing. Okay. Well, what I want them to go out really there, play know. action, run play action. And people don't understand you don't just run play action just because you can run the ball. Right. But you use play action as a solid protection. Right. When you have play action, you keep in extra tight end, you keep a tight end in, you keep a running back in to help with the blocking just in case somebody does come free. Mm-hmm. And that way you can push the ball down the field and have your quarterback comfortable enough to go through his reads and progressions. That's what you do. So play it, run play action, run a little boot protection, get them outside the pocket. Waggle protection is when they pull the backside guard front side and have them be like a wall in front of them so he can push the ball down the field. Um, a lot of quick stuff, you know, three-step drops, get the ball out on time, a lot of timing routes, just to get a rhythm of being, you know, being a, a an NFL caliber throwing quarterback and that's how you work him in work him in until he gets more comfortable and 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 going through his reads and pushing the ball down the field as opposed to just throwing him out there and say, all right we got uh 22 protection you know um you know and, and running you know 10 seven step drops where guys all those routes going down the field where you're making them go through your don't do that ease them into it mm. give him an opportunity to read the defense from play action where he has blocking in front of him then you set him free once he gets comfortable with the timing and gets comfortable with the receivers that he has, get comfortable with, you know, the offense that they're trying to, you know, have him adjust to. That, to me, that's that's what you have to do. You got to give – you can't just you can't just throw him out there and say, all right, like they did before, throw him out there, we're just going to run, um, uh, you know, RPOs, and you read it like, no, teams will stop that. They know how to stop that. If you want him to be a drop-back quarterback, do play action. You know, as opposed to just throwing them out there and just, you know, all right, we're just going to go scat protection. Scat protection is your five offensive linemen blocking the world. If they bring seven, that means it's going to be two free hitters because the five down offensive linemen have the five guys that are most MDM. We call it most dangerous uh, man, MDM. Those five guys against the world. Everybody else is on pass routes, which is giving one quarterback read. He's got one hot guy and another guy that's going to be a free hitter. You know what I'm saying? So it's too hard to go and, and, and do that. That's what happens. That's what happened to Bobby Hoying and I all oh, actually wow. That's what made Bobby Hoying the worst quarterback in the world because they just threw him out there. Because before Bobby Hoying became when when Bobby Hoying had some success, right? Gruden 
would tell him, hey, I want you to throw this stick nod route on 322 wide stick nod. He'd throw the stick route. He'd be wide open to the tight end. He'd be wide open in practice. Getting the game is wide open. Mm-hmm. He would tell him where to throw the ball on certain plays because he knew, Gruden knew what they were going to run on these certain uh, formations. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have a Gruden there, they just threw him out there. We had Dana Bible. He wouldn't tell him oh. where to throw the ball. So Dana, Dana Bible, he couldn't read the, could the defense because he was used to just reading one side of the field. Right. And it put, you know, put, it put Bobby in a bad predicament, put this all whole offense. You know, he would, we led the league in sacks because he just kept holding the ball because he couldn't read the defense. Yeah, that was bad. He, he was he was one of those burst on the scene. He was try, kind of like Travis Fulgham of, of quarterbacks. Like he had like, what was it, four or five unbelievable No, he had games. one unbelievable game against Cincinnati, and after that it was average and status yeah. quo. Yeah, and he actually hung around for a little while as a backup with the Raiders. Gruden took him there for yeah. a little while, but that was mm-hmm. – uh, he was never the same with, with the Eagles. But, but I, do, I do look at what Hurts has here. Yeah, when you think about, you know, a, a precision route runner who can also be a deep threat in Devontae Smith, a, an underneath guy who's a yards after catch with A.J. Brown, just those two, Quez Watkins with the, with the possibility of a deep threat, you know, Goddard with, with his ability to catch the ball and a running game. I mean, it's there for him. It's there for him if this is handled right. right. You know, and, and a lot of this, obviously, I know it comes down to him. But I truly believe that the coaching staff is going to do a good job of at least putting him in the position to succeed. And it's then it's just going to fall on him after that. No question. No question about it. Um, and, and I think he understands the magnitude of the situation. I think he's, he's preparing himself like never before to rise to the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, and, and again, I can't emphasize this enough, but until I see him do it consistently, I have my reservations. You know, because of what just based on what we had to see uh, this past season. Um, hopefully, hopefully everything works out in his favor. Hopefully, he has made that significant progression that will get a lot of this uh, negative heat off his back. I got to see it though. Got to see it. I'm with you, and I think we're all in that in that show it to me phase, right? I mean, I think everybody we've been over this a million times. No, there, there's no doubting hard work. There's no doubting want to. There's no doubting. Football IQ, all of that is is ability a given. is all there. It's a yeah. given. Yep. It's a given. We just need to see it on the field at this point. And it's 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 weird to be in that spot if you're a pro, <laughs> professional football team because you. I think the Eagles front office would never say this, but I'll say it. I mean they've 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 given him enough weapons on both sides, and what I mean by that is they've given they're they're good enough defensively now to create some turnovers, to give him a short field, to do a much better job of creating just turnovers in general to yeah. set up the offense to do well. And they've given him now A.J. Brown to go with everything else that they have, man. And yeah. that's – like, that's all you can ask. Yeah. Look yeah. look what A.J. Brown affords him to have. You know, everybody thinks he's just going to be this receiver's going to blow by. What A.J. Brown gives him the ability to do is, is, is give him a forgiving zone to throw to. He's a more forgiving receiver. You could throw yeah. it – you can throw it at him and yeah. he'll muscle DBs and get them. Yes. He'll block guys out. So you talk about catch rate. Catch rate is just always with – you know, tall receivers and with wide arms, but it's also catch radius as far as being able to muscle guys and just Debo smaller DBs and just go get it, snatch the ball out the air. And that's mm-hmm. what AJ does. He gives him that ability, man. So he can make him a better passer just from his ability to catch uh, under duress. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll catch those 50-50 balls that we were looking for Alshon to do <clears throat> last year, just never, you know, it, it, it never was given. Alshon, Alshon had to check out at that point. 
Right, right. He was already, you know, he was already out. But uh, I mean, that's what he was for. Um, Devontae Smith will be a better target for him because now you're going to have a one-on-one route with Devontae Smith, and he is the king of getting open with route, um, understanding how to run the route and recognizing what the defense is trying to do to stop the route that he's running and creating separation from the way he runs the route. You know, that's that's what that's what figures him to be one of the better um, number twos in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Pascal, another smart receiver that you want is going to get down and dirty. Um, he's going to be where he's supposed to be at. If he's supposed to run a 10-yard curl, he's going to run it at 10 yards, and then he's going to make the catch also uh, and, and bully DBs. Mm-hmm. So he has the best – wide receiver tandem as far as helping him be a better quarterback from the guys he's going to be throwing it to. Yeah. And, and, and look, what's a, a quarterback's best friend is always his running game. And you know, the, the ability for this team to take some heat off of him, if maybe he's not having his best game or let's face it, you know, if the other, the opposing defense is really good against the pass or whatever, I mean, you, you have the ability to run the get ball, but here's the thing guys, whether this is Detroit or any of the first, I'll say four teams they play this year, it's going to be, we're stopping the run. Show us that you can throw. And it's going to be boxes yep. stacked. Yep. That's what he's going to have to – you know, you know, there's no sneaking up on anybody anymore with the way the Eagles, you know, ran That'll work in their favor, though, Rob. Yeah. They're going to stack the box. They're going to put seven and eight-man boxes to try to stop because I'm telling you the truth. Defensive coordinators don't believe in Jalen Hurst's ability to throw the ball. So they're right. not going to be scared. They're not going to be scared to put, you know, a heavy box in there. They're going to have eight men in a box. All right, we're going to have eight men in a box. We don't think that your quarterback can get it out to your receivers or your tight end. Right. So we're going to stack the odds in our favor and stop the run. We don't think you're going to try to do what you did last year and stop the run. Man. So probably the first three or four games, he's going to have a field day and have an open receivers because they're going to stop the run. They don't care anything about the pass. Nope. So, you know, it's going to work in their favor. It's going to definitely work into their favor. You know, and, and and even if even if Jalen Hurts doesn't emerge as an upper echelon quarterback, history has shown in the NFL there were a lot of QBs in the game that were good managers of the game. You don't have to be a Brad great Johnson. quarterback. Oh my goodness, I'm glad you brought that up. John Kitna, Kyle yep. Orton, yep. Jake Delone, <laughs> Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson, Jeff Hosteller, Jim <laughs> right. McMahon. Jim McMahon was known more for his colorful nature than he was as a quarterback of the Bears. Phil but, Sims. Phil Sims. But look at the, look at the talent surrounding those players. Right. Those type of players. See, and look the Eagles have surrounded. Look at those defenses. Yes. yes. Yeah. So history shows, if you can manage a game, you can have a good measure of success in the National Football League, and you can get X amount of accolades for being a good manager of the game instead of a great quarterback of the game. So it the, the blueprint has been laid out for Jalen Hurts. If he's just a better athlete, a better decision maker, and let everybody do their jobs, he's going to get more accolades than he is darts thrown his way. Mm. Right, right, right. Hey, let me throw this out there. Uh, Justina Anderson, uh, if you remember, you formerly ESPN, yeah. she does get a lot of scoops. There's there's some, some craziness that goes with it, but there is. Um, she says the Panthers are still doing their due diligence in terms of looking into Baker Mayfield. So I would have thought – guys that, that Seattle would be a good fit for him, but it doesn't seem like Seattle has much interest in him. And, you know, and, and Carolina is interesting in that they still have Darnold. They drafted the kid, uh, Matt Corral, out of Mississippi. But yeah. it looks like they may still be trying to make something happen here with Baker. I think so, that would be a smart move for them. For what it's worth. I, I think, yeah, I guess you yeah. end up trading – you trade Darnold there and he'll be the backup to, to Watson, I, I would guess. 
Yeah, I, I yeah. think I think that would be a good move for him. Getting him out of Cleveland is imperative. Yeah, I don't think he ever takes a snap for Cleveland. To be no. honest, no. Uh, I think Cleveland will go with a rookie off the streets until Deshaun Watson is clear before they put Baker Mayfield under center, because you don't need that headache, you don't need that controversy, and Baker Baker Mayfield is not one to just toe the line, toe no. the company line. You know, if he was a quarterback that would keep his mouth shut, they knew he wouldn't say anything, maybe, maybe. But because they know what he's capable of saying, if you give him the reins and all of a sudden take the horse away from him and give it to Deshaun Watson, that's a bad situation with the Baker Mayfield in your locker room. Let me paint this scenario for a second with this. And I don't think this is going to happen. But let's say Mayfield's still there and the NFL gives uh, Deshaun Watson six games, okay? Cleveland starts off five and one and he's dealing. Yep. Now, you're obviously going to Deshaun Watson with the kind of money you have guaranteed him. Yes. Yeah. But do you you think Mayfield's going to go out quiet in, in that scenario? No. Like you're going to no. have an absolute zoo if that's the case. He'd be no. worse than Minshew was. Yes. Yeah. Remember and, what Minshew was like? Oh, yeah. And that's why I said what I said. I don't think ba- Baker Mayfield is uh, is the good soldier. I don't think he'll, he'll tow that company line. And considering what has happened to him in Cleveland, I don't know if I would either, to be honest. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I mean, because it's this not just business, this is personal. The manner in which they went out and got to Sean Watson. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield didn't have a great season, but the season wasn't that bad a year ago. He I mean he got him to the playoffs. I mean, what mm-hmm. else do you want from Baker Mayfield? They yeah. didn't win it, but you Especially know, you got when him it's Cleveland when you've had playoffs exactly so few oh, and far between. Oh yeah. my goodness. You well, know, you and yep. so you know, this is personal for him. So I don't I don't blame him for not just towing the company line, especially if you said like Rob he got off at five and one, and you're just gonna make the switch because you're paying this guy all this guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sets up to be a bad situation. That's for uh, sure. But I, I you know I mean Paul Massini has a has a point. Experienced Jacoby Brissett is the backup QB for the Browns. Baker Mayfield will be released by summer camp. Well, he will trying to trade. They're trying to get anything they can for him. I I, I I realize that. I know that. And I, I think so also, but I mean, that's, 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 I think that he won't be on the squad. I think he's going to be uh, cut sooner than later. They're going to have yeah. to cut him. Yeah, they're, they're ri- I agree with you. you they're to. riding it as long as they can. And then they're going to have to eventually bite the bullet and just cut him and eat all the money. Right, right. I mean, the, and there, there's no way, there's no way that I think he's on the squad come, um, no. come camp. There's no. no way. You know, they, I mean, I saw the Eagles do it. And when I saw the Eagles cut, $34 million mm-hmm. and just with, with nobody in that's it right there. Nobody's in the locker room. There's just a $34 million cap hit and there's nobody there in the mm-hmm. locker room to even be a bad temperament or anything. You know what I'm saying? I cannot believe they let that guy go. Right. I mean, it ended up being worth, they got, you know, a first rounder out of the deal, but still first and the second rounder, right? Mm-hmm. Still $34 million. Just, yeah. I know it's I've amazing. Never seen that before. Never that's, seen yeah, that's that's kind of where we're at now in the league. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. All right, so we come back, guys. We're going to ask the question. We're going to pose two questions. One, are the Warriors a dynasty? Two, where does Steph Curry rank all time now? He's in every conversation mm-hmm. now. We'll dig into that. We'll keep going with the football talk. We got a lot of other stuff in store for you a little later in the show since we have Father's Day coming up on Sunday, guys. We'll get into some some memories of some sporting memories with your dad, and also best father son duos in sports. We'll mm. close it out with that. 
So get your thinking caps on for those. But we'll come back with a little uh, little hoops, and then we'll mix in some football as well. We're not done with the football talk at all. He's Barrett Brooks. He is Derek Gunn. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, so I'm down the shore. We know you can get some crazy storms down here, right? Pro Action Restoration can take care of you in case something happens, whether it's a home, a business that you own, uh, a property. You get water, you get fire, you get smoke damage, you get mold damage. You're not really sure how to deal with it. That's what they do, man. And they're on call 24-7. I experienced water damage at my parents' house, and they were great. They got there quickly, cleaned it up, and it was a mess, and cleaned it up and at a very reasonable price. The crew was professional, clean, you name it. They're licensed, bonded, and fully insured, and they've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company as well. Again, whether it's water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, or reach out to them at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Go for the polls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. 
along with the chair, Derek Dunn. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. And uh, happy Friday, everybody. And happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Barrett, we all right? What's going on? We, we, we were worried about you there for a minute. You okay? Yeah, yeah. Whew. Where were we? Wait, bathroom break? What was going on? Pit stop? Going no, on? no, no. <laughs> Adam went downstairs. Okay. Someone was at the door. Okay. <laughs> we got you. We got you in a golf tournament to go to, man. We're I thought I was by myself. All right, I got the right. house. You got the house to yourself. All right, so we, we, uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier. So uh, I think we were all wrong on this one. The Warriors ended up taking care of business last night in Game Six in Boston. A Barrett picked Golden State to win it last night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but he had yeah. Boston winning the series initially. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got you. I got you. So uh, 50-50, Barrett, for you on that one. Um, experience took over last. I mean, the last three games, you know, yeah. you saw it. Yeah, you you saw Steph, you saw Draymond, you saw Clay versus Tatum, who kind of disappeared, and who I still think is going to be a is a great player, but he he was just not quite ready for the biggest the biggest you know, biggest stage right there no. last night. No, um, but you know, just looking at this thing in in you know sort of big picture terms, they've now won four in eight years. Golden State, they won one before Durant. Two with Durant, one after Durant. This last one coming three, basically three years after the last one with some injuries to Clay mixed in. You know, yeah. a year where they missed the playoffs when Steph was hurt. You know, just a, a lot of stuff that, that went down. But they've now won four and eight years in a salary cap era. So my question is to you guys: Is there any question that this is a dynasty? No, 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 not at all. And they I did it agree. in spite of Draymond. Yeah. yeah, although he was pretty good last night. I give him props. Last, last two games he played well. Yeah, better. He was definitely better. There's no question yeah. about that. Um, I think yeah. they're going to move on from him, but they've learned how to win in spite of him now. I mean, his first half of the year, he was the facilitator. The offense ran through him, not from the scoring, but his distribution of the ball, making sure everybody's where they're supposed to be. That's what Draymond was. And then, it, you know, it, it gave Clay then some time to acclimate, get acclimated into that offense. That way, pools start to take over. You know, guys like that. Um, I, I just thought there was too much for for the for the Celtics. You know, what I'm saying, make guys stepped up like like Porter stepping up. You know, what I'm saying, and uh, tough yeah. defensively. Um, you know, they, you know, they have people that can come in and play. Man, you know, Looney. You know, he's 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 just a defensive guy, but they know how to use him. Yep. Pool come in and and he'll be a rock when you need him. All yeah. those guys, you know, they play well together, man. No, no, I, there's no doubt. And, and they developed their players. Pool got yes. better. You know, all yeah. those Looney got better uh, under yep. them. And I, I never thought, I never thought Golden State would be Boston at their own game, which is physical defense. Right. I've always looked at Golden State as a finesse team. Mm -hmm. and, and when I look at how Golden State won this championship, I don't think this was Golden State's best team. I think it was the scrappiest team yeah. out of yes. all the champions. Yes. They just scrapped, man. I mean, you know, the first few games, is, it was like they were trying to find their footing. They fell behind, what, two to one in the series. Um, and then all of a sudden, they, the light switch just went on with this team. And and I'm looking at them, and we talked about this early in the week, and I'm like, wait a minute, Golden State plays better defense than I thought they did because they were thoroughly frustrating. Marcus Smart. They were frustrating Tatum. They were frustrating Brown. They were frustrating Horford. 
the way they were going sideline to sideline, rotate when that ball would move around the arc was 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 a thing of beauty. I mean, we had watched Boston do that the entire playoffs against the competition they were playing. And all of a sudden, Golden State stepped up their defensive game and then started hitting the big shots when they had to hit the big shots. And when 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 Steph was off the one game, he scored 16 points. Guys like Wiggins stepped up. Everybody else stepped up with their games on both sides mm-hmm. of the court. And Wiggins, you know, it's funny. I put on oh. I put on Twitter last night, and just to, for a reaction to see what would happen. And while the game was going on, I put out, "I think Wiggins is the MVP of this series." And people lost their mind. D Gun, you've been standing too close to the smoker, and all this stuff. Steph Curry, don't do this to Steph again. This is his MVP. Steph Curry had an outstanding series. He scored forty three points one night, and then comes back and scored sixteen. And other players stepped up, and I thought the most consistent player throughout the series for for Golden State was Wiggins. Absolutely. I thought Wiggins was awesome. I think Wiggins is in a perfect spot. He's not a boisterous personality. He's not a leader type. He's not a screamer and yeller and a timeout type. Right. But right. he's he's on a team that's got Draymond Green. He's on a team that's got Steph. That's got Clay. And and Absolutely. he can. I don't want to say blend. He's way too good to be a blender. But he he's a guy who doesn't have to be the face of it. And when that's the case, he can just concentrate on playing. You see how talented he is. He can score with anybody. He's a yep. phenomenal rebounder for his size. He's an shot excellent blocker. defender. Yeah, yep. all of it. A shot, shot blocker right on. Exactly right. He is in the perfect scenario. Now, the, here's the question I, I ask when it comes to these guys. You know, they're they're paying a boatload in this in the luxury tax, you know, um, and they've now won it. Do, does Golden State look at it and say, we got to keep this going or – we're happy that we want it enough paying all this money over the, uh, over the cap. Well, that's the problem. You know, can they keep those guys together? And I, and I see they don't have a big, big three. They got the splash brothers and then guys that just yeah. fit in where they're supposed to be at. They, they're totally over the, the, you know, that all right, you need to have big three in order to win a championship. It was the splash brothers. And that's what happened, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wiggins, Wiggins one week one uh one day would be the the big three, then it turn around it'd be uh it'd be Poole. uh um you know pool be one of the big three or um GP would be one of the big three. I mean they just interchange everybody. Everybody stepped up when they were supposed to, and, and I think that's the biggest reason why the Sixers are in the, in the you know in in the place they are. They mm-hmm. don't have a complimentary guy to Embiid to be a big two. Mm-hmm. And then have somebody else, you know, can be put in as a big three. You know what I'm saying? We just don't have that. We don't have flexibility. It's yeah. either it's either all in bead or nothing. And you know, you, you can't win championships that way. Yeah, you're right. I mean, think about it. The <laughs> the game where Steph really struggled and they still won, right? He was 0 for 9 from three, you know, whatever. How often can Embiid pull off that kind of effort and they still win despite it? Very rarely, if yeah. ever. Right? Are you kidding me? They yeah. won't win. I mean, it's not. It's a. It was a foregone conclusion when 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 Embiid was out, they were going to lose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Period. It, they were going to lose. When 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 Thompson had those two games where he struggled, you know, though both of those games they lost, but they still had people to come in, and, and that's when we're talking about Looney, Poole, and 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 Peyton. Yeah, they have guys that can come in. And fit. We don't have that. I mean, I I, I wish that we had a, you know, I thought Cork Moss was going to be one of the long-range shooters, you know, that can, we ain't worried about him defensively, but he'd be a shooter for us. He's not a shooter for us, and he's not a defender for us. 
Yeah. We don't have we don't have that compliment that does something very very well to 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 kind of you know even things up when Embiid's not on this game. If Embiid's not on this game, we're losing the game. Yeah, no question Period. about it. All right, so off of the and I think we're all agreed they're a dynasty. Uh, moving off of the Warriors to the individual Steph Curry, who wins his Finals MVP. So you look at it now, guys, and what he's done in his career. He's got two MVPs. He's got a Finals MVP. He's an eight-time All-Star. He's won four titles in his 13 years. Um, you know, and, and we've seen that. For me, he's the best shooter I've ever seen. I can tell you that flat. Yeah, yeah, no, question. yeah no question about that. No his ability from, from insane range, his footwork to have a guy blow by him with a pump fake and still bury it. You know, even he's even gotten really good at his, his floater game and you know, putting on the yep. floor and all that. Either hand, going yeah, either hand. Oh, oh, he's excellent with his left. By the way, there's nothing more fun than watching that guy warm up. If you've ever had the opportunity, right. yeah. you know, he's 34 years old, so make it happen. If you can get down to a, wherever you live, but if you're in Philly, get to a Sixers game, get there early and watch him warm up. It's worth the price of admission. Uh, he's hitting shots from the seats. I'm telling you, it's unreal. But so the question I have is, guys, and it's always dangerous doing this because it's un, it is unfair to different generations because the game was played differently. There wasn't a three-point line until 1979-80, okay? Mm-hmm. But where does he rank? Where would you put him if we're just going to have, you know, a little fun here? Where would you rank Steph? Is he a top five? Is he a top ten? Where does he fall for you guys? Wow, I'm, I'm putting ten. I'm in. I have him in the top ten. I I have to say ten. I can't put him in the top five yet. I, I definitely say in the top ten. Um, for a guy his size, with the God-given ability, and you know, I, I, I hate to use the term God-given ability because it makes it sounds like he didn't have to work to achieve what he has. You can tell he worked his butt off from college to the pros to become what he is. Oh, Gunner, he is all about work. Let me tell you something. That dude has one of the best uh, technicians in terms of hand placement. His form is perfection. Is is through the roof. And it's the flick of the wrist. It's not forced from anywhere in the court. It's always like this. I'm like, how do you do that? Because he's not a big guy. If he was like 6'5", 6'6", okay. He's not that big of a guy, and everything's a flick of the wrist. You can tell that has been endless work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would have to put him in the top ten right now in terms of you know uh, NBA history of, of what he's been able to accomplish. Now, he has four titles, and there are a whole lot of players that have won more titles than him, you know, 13, 12, 9, 8. How many does LeBron have? LeBron has four. Yeah, the same amount. Yeah, they're the same amount. So, you know, he's in it, he's in it with uh, LeBron, Robert Parrish, Shaq, Yes. We've all won four. Yes. You know? um, and so I will say, considering where he came from, what he's achieved, and look at the accolades he's, he's uh, 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 you know, garnered since he's been a professional athlete, uh, no doubt about it to me, he's a top 10 player of all time. Yeah, and this is a guy who his career was almost cut short or he was going to be really hampered because of ankle injuries early. Yep. Yep. And he fought through it, man. Look, yeah. you could tell he was one of those dudes, and it helps that your dad, Dell, played, obviously. But he was one of those kids who lived in the gym, who was probably t- tugged along with his dad all the time and yep. was shooting and had a ball in his hands all the time. Look, all the time. You know, even his brother's a pretty remarkable shooter. He's certainly not Steph. I'm not saying that. Right, right. I mean, these two guys, you could tell, man, probably just lived in the driveway. Jim Rats. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, he has been – Unbelievable. He's got the titles. Look, I always think it's a little bit unfair in, in, in team sports when you all, all lay it all on with when it all comes down to titles, because sometimes you could be a great player and you have no help. So right. it's hard. 
and other times you're you're a guy like AC Green. If you remember him back in the day, AC Green's got a bunch of rings. He played on the oh, Lakers. Yeah. Oh, it helps yeah. when you're with Magic and Kareem and Worthy and those guys, right? Right, so, right, right. I'm not. I don't put it all there, but I'm glad to see him win one now without Durant. Where I know he won one before, but like the, the thought was, yeah. of course, they're a dream team. They should win it. I think if you ask those guys, and you kind of tell last night when they were on the podium, whether it was Clay or or Draymond or Steph or even uh, Steve Kerr, this one I think means more than any of the four that they've won. Because it's been a little while, because there isn't any more of the talk, uh, you yeah. know, with when it comes to Durant, and and I think this one was just that much sweet. Maybe you could argue the first one, but I think this one was pretty sweet for them. Maybe the maybe the most sweet. Well, if you if you watch the post game show afterwards, all the players talked about how at the beginning of this season, nobody nobody was talking about Golden State winning the NBA title this year, because there was so much uncertainty in terms of what exactly was this team. And even as the playoffs unfolded, they weren't the pick to win each matchup every time they played. You know, people thought Phoenix was going to get back there and repeat. Yep. And they dissected Phoenix. Yeah, they know? did. Um, so they, they talked about, yes, this was the sweetest one because of all the doubters out there uh, that left them for dead. And when you consider just two years ago, they had the worst record in the NBA. It's, yeah. I still can't believe. And we know it was due to abundance of injuries. The fact that they rose – from the worst team in the NBA two years later to a championship again is phenomenal for what that organization was able to accomplish. So let me let me ask you about Steve Kerr now. This guy's this dude's won nine. Yep. As yep. a player and a coach. Yeah. I wonder, you know, and I know he had all those back issues a few years ago. It seems like he's in much better health. So maybe maybe that doesn't apply. But I, I do wonder if you're him, at what point do you say, I'm kind of good, man. Like, there's not much else I can do here. Or do you just say, you know what? I still have Steph Curry and I still have Clay Thompson, man. I- I'm going to keep riding this thing as long as I can ride it. Mm. Well, I think he, I'm, I, he, he's to me, he's he's going to keep going. He's he's going to he's going to want more. He's going to be the best ever to play. He wants to be mentioned like they mentioned LeBron, uh, Kobe, Jordan. You could tell oh. by just just his attitude, man. He he he's, he wants more, man. He wants more. You can tell. You can tell how he takes stuff personal when you talk about his wife. Yeah. Talk about his wife can't cook. He takes that personal. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna make sure he's the best, most dominant point guard ever played, man. That's what he wants to be. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more, Bear. Yeah, it's gonna be fascinating to see what the way that shakes out. And and look, it, the the West is good, but I just wonder. You know, you're Phoenix. What do you do to try to get past them? What do you do if you're some of the other teams? Because they're. <laughs> You know, Steph's getting up there a little bit, but he's still in unbelievable shape. He's 34. You know, you tend to forget that. But he's I still – I know. It seems like he's like 22, man. You can't even tell. He's still a baby-faced assassin to me. <laughs> I, 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 I can't believe he's been in the league 13 years. I know. What? I just can't get past that. He's been in the league 13 years. I just Crazy. can't get past It Crazy. doesn't seem like – it seems like he's been in the league five, six, seven years. I know. And I saw the stat last night. I said, wait a minute, 13 years? How old is he? He still looks like he's in his 20s. He does. You wonder That's how a guy crazy. like that ends up at Davidson. Like, how did yeah. so many people miss? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, what do you mean? I mean, look at him. He was a skinny, scrawny kid. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. He just he, he could just shoot, man. I mean, he 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 was he, you know, to, to us, to us, he's 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 tall, but he he's he, I mean to you know to NBA players, he's short. But well, he's like you know six was he's like six foot six foot three right yeah, around six there? two six three probably somewhere yeah. around there, and he looks small out there with those guys man but yeah. you know he got a heart of a champion I mean he he and Iverson 
make the little guy look good, bro. You know what I'm well, saying? That, that, isn't yeah. that the other argument, too? Right. They, we always get into who, you know, who's the best under 6'3", or whatever the case may be. I mean, that that's where you – that's where it's tough, man. You know, you, with Steph, he he's in any of those conversations now at this point. With, with but I, I, I do believe if, if if Iverson was in this era, I think Iverson would have played about four or five more years more, man. He took a pounding, yeah, a pounding when he was playing. They weren't calling anything for him. I agree. I mean, he was His, playing among the trees. He would have been a ton healthier had he played. Oh, <laughs> no question. No, question. the way it was then, that's for sure. No question. All right. So we're going to get a timeout. We're going to come back. Uh, World Cup coming to Philly. I'll lay out all the cities that are getting, uh, you know, getting the opportunity uh, to have a host a World Cup uh, in 2026. We'll get into that. The Cowboys get fined and get, get slapped on the wrist. Yay! Yes. And we'll no, I'm, no, don't say yeah because we should have been freaking uh, fined. Yeah, you'd rather that. I know. Yes. All right, so we'll get into that and then a little Father's Day action. We'll share some memories. We'll walk uh, down the the best. Father and son duos, all that good stuff is coming up. You don't want to go anywhere. He is Derek Gunn. He is Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Go for the pulls and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story. And the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Healthcare can help you avoid financial surprises by helping you compare costs and doctor quality ratings. United Healthcare. Uh huh. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. 
go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. segment on this Friday. We are Sports Fake Ticket Sports YouTube Network. And again, happy Father's Day to all out there. That's for sure. Hope you get a nice relaxing weekend. You get to chill. So what are you guys doing? Get first off, give me the plans, man. What what, what are we doing there, Barrett, for the weekend? All right. I'm um I'm actually uh flying out in the morning. I gotta be at the airport at um what? Oh, that's my right. Flight. You got a crazy busy weekend, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so my flight leaves at seven AM. I fly to Atlanta. I, I spend the day with my my granddaughter, okay, my grandson, well, most of my granddaughter, because she's two, and I can't bring her back. My grandson is is six, about to be seven next month, okay. So I'm bringing him back with me, so we can spend the summer with me, so we can jump in the pool and everything, have fun. And then um, I'll get up in the morning, early in the morning. My flight leaves Atlanta at seven in the morning, so I get back here, and then for Father's Day, we're just gonna cook out and you know have the kids play in the pool. That's it. Yeah, all okay. his little cousins are coming by and friends from around the neighborhood. You know, he's got like a little a squad of friends already. They come already? knock at the door. They knock at the door. They've been knocking at the door for the past week and a half. Look at my it's man R- getting it done already. Right. Yeah, is RJ back yet? Nice. No, nah, he'll be back this weekend, you know. So it's it's like it's like five or six of them. So the whole squad will be here. So I'm gonna have like 12 kids in my pool tomorrow. That's all awesome, on Sunday. Man. I love it. I love, that's what it's all about. How about you, yeah, brother? Yeah. I will be at a wedding in Maryland on Sunday against oh, my <laughs> Against that's my right. better judgment. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So on Father's Day, my oldest daughter, she said, Dad, what are we doing for Father's Day? We usually cook out, hang around with the kids and stuff, and just have a good time eating, yeah. drinking, be merry. She goes, wait a minute. You're not going to be here on Father's Day? No, I'm not going to be here. I'm sorry. So, that, yeah, my father day is already, Father's Day has already been spoken for. I think you got to do it Saturday, right? I mean, you got to Saturday. Now, sa- now, Saturday, I have two graduation parties I have to go to. Oof. Okay. You look thrilled. That's good. So it's going to be a fun weekend for you. I can don't, tell you. Don't, right even me, don't even get me started. So <laughs> I will, I'm down the shore. I'll be uh, this tonight. I'll, we'll, we'll go after something to eat. This will be my father's day. Cause I'm, I'm yeah, working yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Yep. So this will be my father's day. So I'll, 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 I'll chill. I'm having fun. Where are you going to eat at? I don't know. I don't know where we're going, man. I think, I think I'm, I'm going to be starved by the time the show's done. So I, it might be an early bird special, man. We might be in there. Pretty early, bruh, man. Don't hey, don't I, don't let them don't let them take your McDonald's, bro. Make them spend a little <laughs> yeah. coin on you, bro. Happy right? No, happy yeah. like No, hey, no. Make hey, them spend a little right. coin on you. Hey, right. hey Rob, I re- I, my wife and I figured out at this stage in our lives. You talk about the early birds. Yeah. When we're when we're laying at the beach or when we go places, we like to go to dinner now like four and five o'clock instead yes. of seven, eight, or nine. Go yeah. at four or five o'clock because you have your whole evening you, to do what you want to do. Whether you want to go to a movie, you want to go back to the beach, you whatever you want to do, and you get in right before that dang rush. Because, yes. you know, most places, when you go to the beach, you're not thinking about making reservations, mm-hmm. no. you know, and then when you get there, it's like, oh, yeah, that'll be a two and a half hour wait. Oh, no, mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here for two and a half hours. No. Listen, Gunner, I'm 100% with you, man. Yes. Like, like, earlier, the better. First of yes. all, you're right. A lot of stuff is walk up. So you, it, there's no reservation, which means yep. I, like the last thing I want to do is roll into a place. Oh, it's going to be 45 minutes. Like, yes. nah. Uh-uh. No, I'm gone. If if I hear that, see ya. I'll be somewhere else. And so. see if you and see if you get the early you get the early meal. You go back to the beach, and if you're hungry later, then you hit the quick hitter places, whether it's pizza, wings, or whatever the case may be. I, so I like you the way that. you think. Yes. I like the way you yes, think, man. man. Yes, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, good. So it got me thinking, right? 
don't know about you guys. Like I, I had my dad was a great dad, but he was a great sports dad. So I, yeah. I, there was never a time where there wasn't games on, where we weren't playing games. He coached me. Like I was very, very fortunate in that sense, and I tried to be the same way, uh, you know, for my kids as well, for my son and daughter. Yeah. But I, I feel, I feel really blessed. Like it wasn't like it was in my DNA from Jump Street that like. You know, it was always going to be a big part of my life. How about you yeah. guys? Were, you, were your dads in the sports? You 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 muted. Muted. My baby. dad. My dad was at the sports, but he was more so a mechanic. He was a baseball guy, so all we okay. watched was were Cardinals baseball. You know, I grew up on Ozzy and those guys. You know, well, so that's a great tradition. Said, they, they're a right, great tradition, right. the Cardinals. So that yeah. was that was the extent of what I did for for um as far as sports. Like he wasn't big into football. You know, he's like you know. You know, it, it was almost the football, like you said, the hockey would be the yep. football. You know, football was an afterthought. It was always baseball. In fact, he had a chair, he had a tryout with the uh, the Cardinals, and the day before he was supposed to um, try out for the Cardinals, he got drafted. He had to go. He had to go into the army. Oh man! Wow. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he 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 was a really good athlete. He played catcher, really good, man. Oh my God! Okay, so long, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know yeah. that about the the baseball background. Yeah. Okay, so that's long cool. story long, you know, I grew up around you know my share, my fair share, of a uh, of a sports, you know. But I mean, I I I would say this, I've um I've definitely experienced a lot, you know, with my pops as far as you know, um being around being around baseball fields, Bush Stadium, you know. Okay. So that was the extent of it, man. That was the extent of it. But more so, he was a mechanic. He was more so a mechanic. Okay, you know he worked well as head, like he was a mechanic, he was a carpenter. Well, he passed that down to you, all the, all the so, yeah. So he, all that yeah. stuff that's that's where I get it from. I get all that stuff yeah. from him. He'd rather have a tool in his hand than a bat in his hand. How um how blown away was he when you with your football success? Like when you eventually got you know played big time college football, but in the NFL, like how blown away was he? He had no idea. He had no clue <laughs> that um that I could be. A football player. So he just thought you were kind of doing it for fun. He never, never thought it was going to be anything beyond that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, like he's like, oh my goodness, they're gonna pay for your. He, when he dropped me off for college, you know, first of all, you know, my parents didn't have a lot of money. He was in yeah. the army. Yeah. And my parents got a divorce when I was like nine years old. Mm -hmm. So you know, nine or ten years old. So I was living in St. Louis, and he was actually living in um, Fort Dix, New Jersey. And um, when I get drafted, he was still in Fort Dix. Mm -hmm. So he flew back. He flew back, and he was going to take you taking me to college. So, the first time he took me to take me to college, we drive up there from St. Louis. He gives me a TV. Uh, he gives me, you know, the clothes that I have. And when he gets there, he goes and shakes uh, Coach Schneider. He says, "Hey, Coach, I appreciate you uh, giving my son a college education." I said, "I mean, you know, I don't have much." He said, "Oh, don't worry about it." Coach Schneider said, "Don't worry about it." So, long story long, Coach Schneider said, "Yeah, we got. It. I mean, it's not like he's going to need any clothes or anything. We're going to give him." We're gonna give him like sweats and stuff. He'll have sweats and stuff, and um, we'll give him sneakers and shoes. He said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! You gonna give him shoes? I ain't gotta buy him shoes." <laughs> no, no, we'll take care of that. He shook his hand again and ran to the car and left because he knew. <laughs> he said, oh, "As long as this boy gonna get shoes, I know he's good." And left, bro, and left. You know what I'm saying? So That's to funny. him, it was just an education. He never had a clue that I'll make it, and I didn't have a clue that I'll make it to the NFL either. Wow! Um, it was like when I was, I was like, "All right, you know, what I mean." They mentioned my name, you know, and all of me. It wasn't until my my junior year, beginning of my junior year, when I when all the standings came out and I was ranked a preseason All American, preseason All Big Eight, you know, and I, you know, and I was like the number three or four offensive lineman in the country. That it really popped in my head, like, wow, you know, you can play. Yeah. I can really play because I was 
at the time I was shutting down guys like at the time Trev Alberts was the number one defensive player in the country Nebraska. He, at Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And I shut him down, no sacks, no hurries. I mean, I totally destroyed Trev Alberts. Mm. And from that point on, it, you know, it just boosts me up, you know, the rankings as far as being one of the best players. That's you really know, so. cool. Did you did you fly him out to your first pro game as an Eagle or, or how did that it was that uh... I, I did. I okay. did. I did. And um he didn't know what to do when he first got there. He didn't know what to do. Like he, was, you know, people were coming up and asking me for autographs, and, he, and right. he's like, "What is all this?" Yeah. Well, he he was like confused, like, "What is all this?" And then he watched his first game on TV. He saw me on TV. It was first game he saw me on, um, uh, on an NFL uniform on TV. He looked. Yeah. And he couldn't believe. It. He said he broke down and started crying. He a grown man crying. Wow. He was um he was with my uh my all my family was there, and he looked. He's like, "Damn." My son made it to the NFL. And my mom, my mom, like, you know, she's totally different. Like, she she prayed me to the NFL, bro. Yeah. You know, she wrote on my helmet, you know, yeah. saying, you will fly with wings of eagles. Uh -huh. Inside my college, my, my high school and my college um, helmet, every single year right. from college, every single year in, uh, right. in, in, in high school, you will fly with wings of eagles. And what team did I get drafted to? Eagles, man. It was eagles. So, you know, right. she, she, she foretold it way back when, you know what I'm saying? That Dude, old that lady, really all she cool. do, all she does is pray, bro. That's all my mm -hmm. mom does, bro. That's very cool. How about you, Derek? So you had memories of your dad? Was he a big sports fan? Yeah, my dad was a huge football fan. He grew up in Mississippi, so you know, obviously Mississippi didn't have a pro team. And you know, as I look back, I'm surprised he didn't pick like one of the Southern team pro teams as his team. But when he uh, moved from home when he was 16 years old, and he moved in with one of his uncles and aunts uh, in Milwaukee. And, um, you know, he went to work for American Motors, which is Chrysler. He became a huge Packers fan. So I grew up with him every Sunday. We watched Packer games together. I remember sitting there with him with the ice bowl, that, that famous ice bowl between Green Bay and Dallas, man. And we just sitting there rooting and oohing and on as a kid. And he also loved his baseball. You know, he loved baseball. He played semi-pro baseball in Milwaukee for a while. And uh, he coached me to my uh, Little League, my first championship I ever won. He coached me to a Little League championship. Nice. Um, as well. And he was huge in the fishing. My mom and dad would always tell me when I was younger about how when I was little, before I could walk, I mean, like, a, like a baby, they would go fishing with friends and they would be in boats. They would fish just rivers, lakes and streams, mm -hmm. but they would be in boats and they would put a blanket over the top of me so the mosquitoes wouldn't tear me up. Lay me in the bottom of a boat while they were fishing so the bugs wouldn't tear me up. <laughs> so that's how I got hooked on fishing because we'd always, you know, I'd fish with my dad and uncles all the time. Uh, we go on overnight trips, you know, catfishing at night and stuff, um, you know, different parts of Wisconsin. And I just got hooked on fishing, and I'm still hooked on fishing today. And, of course, you know, I love sports. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, so I, I attribute my dad uh, for really getting me addicted to, to my love of sports. That's cool, man. I love that. I yeah. love those kind of stories. Yeah. It's as good as it gets. It really is. Yeah. All man. right, so let, I'm, I'm thinking about this today, and I'm kind of running through, like, best father-son duos. You'd be hard-pressed to, to, to top – the Mannings, right? I mean, right, right. Archie, oh, yeah. Peyton, and Eli, I mean, both sons win Super Bowls. Yep. You know, one definitely in the Hall of Fame. You could certainly argue Eli as well. Yep. And if Archie hadn't been drafted by the Saints, probably would have been a Hall of Famer himself. Yeah. yeah they were an expansion franchise at the time. I, I don't know if you could top those. That, that, uh, that, no, that I think there's one, there's one family that might be able to top them. Okay. Matthews. Clay, yeah. Clay Jr. Sr.? I mean, they they come three generations, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. two oh, generations. I mean, two generations. Yeah, you know, father son. You know, I mean, it, it's crazy, man. To do, you know, you got brothers played, cousins, um, cousins played. You know, yep. uncles. I mean, that's 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 it's hard. You be hard pressed, you know. 
Clay Matthews Sr., Bruce Matthews, and, yep. and what they produced. You know, Clay Jr. and, and uh, Matthews with the with the Falcons, with Jake, I think. Uh, it's amazing, you know, what, what they've been able to crack. Yeah, how, how about Howie and Chris Long? Howie yeah, and Chris Long. Yeah, the Longs, yep. yep. Oh, Howie played in the NFL, too. That's a good one. Yeah. And, yep. and then they, they go, to, go, to, go to Bears Wheelhouse, since he's such a huge racing fan, Michael and Mario Andretti. Right, think right. About that, you know. I mean, there's so many. The, Bobby, Hunters, Schumacher, also. Schumacher, yeah. Bobby and Barry Bonds. Yep. You know, you can go. Oh my goodness, Gordy and Brett Howe. I mean, jeez, the list goes on and on. Oh, King Griffey Jr. and Senior. Yep, that's right. Back to back home runs. Oh my yeah. goodness, Are you absolutely kidding me? one of the greatest, greatest things what? I've ever seen. That's yeah. insane. What happened? Like, they hit back to back home runs in a game. The Griffies. Wow. Senior yep. and junior. For yep. senior to hang around as long as he did to be able yep. to play with That's junior. Right. That's right. And be on the same team and be behind each other. Wow, somebody's driving by with a flat tire. Can you guys hear that? Yeah, yeah I was wondering, what the heck <laughs> yeah, is it? Um, to be in the same lineup and hit back-to-back home run, it's like you have a better chance of getting a scratch-off. Right. And, and hitting <laughs> That's insane. The bo- John brings up a good one. The Boons. The Boons oh, yeah. are really oh, good. Yeah. So you, go, you go Ray – Bob, Aaron, and Brett. That's oh, yeah. legit three generations of Boons. There's three generations of Bells. Gus, Buddy, yep, and, right. and, yep. and uh, David yeah. played. Baseball seems to have a good amount. They have another one. How about Clay Thompson and Michael Thompson? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were talking about one of the greatest. But what about Dell and Steph Curry? Yep. There it is. Seth. There's Seth in there. You know? How about, yeah. how about this one? Gordy and Mark Howe. Yeah, that's a great one. That's a great one. I mean, you know, Gordy oh, uh, behind Gretzky, probably number two all time. Mark's in the Hall yep. of Fame, too. Mark was a great flyer, great defenseman. They're good. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones, man. That's for sure. But yeah, I just, I love the stories and I, and I, and I appreciate everybody in the comment section. They're, they're giving their suggestions and also telling some stories um, about their parents and whatnot. It's just so cool, man, because it, you know why I, I always think it's, it's such a bonding thing, sports. Like people will, will, will mock it for being sort of trivial and whatnot. But I think it brings people together. Like, I don't know about you guys. Like, there'd be times like when you're, when you're a teenager or whatever, and you just, you're not seeing eye to eye with your parents, man, right? Or, or right, whatever. Right. But you always have that, hey, you see what the Eagles did? Or you sit down and watch a game, and, and that stuff kind of goes away. You do, same with your buddies. Like, I don't know about you guys. Like, you get together, you're, we're always talking about this and that, but it may be somebody you haven't seen in a while, but you pick it right up if you start talking about, dude, you believe the Eagles did that or what happened right. or the Super Bowl. Exactly. You know? exactly. Yeah. You know what? Yep. yep. Sports cross all barriers, yeah. all races, creeds, um, classes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, from 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 poor people to rich people to I mean it's right. everything, right. black, white, purple. It I doesn't agree. make their sports, you know, that's what sports does. It's a great equalizer, man. It it puts people yeah. in the same room to go towards a common goal, man. They that's may true. not they may that's not true. like politics, they may not like religious sex or anything else, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's 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 sports will get you through that barrier, you know. And you, all you the think time. about it, right? What, there are very few other, maybe you know, like church groups or something like that. But there's very few other scenarios where you're going to have the opportunity to to speak to or hang out with or get to know someone who's different, whose background is different from you, yeah. color or or just socioeconomic, sure. whatever. Absolutely, right, right. And, and that's what's so great in the locker room, man. You're all pulling for your for each other. Like there's well, no division. Like, Mil- like military. Yep. Great point. Yeah, military. You know, whether you like look, it or not, whether right. you like it or not, that's your brother to your left or your sister to your left or your right. And, and with a bullet time flag, you, you, there you go. Yep. You know Bro, what? You, you better protect them like they protect mm-hmm. you. Rob, I mean, even you know, even as far as you know us, you know, I can't stand D Gun, bro. But 
I mean, you know, sports <laughs> sports keeps us together, man. Sports and fishing keeps us together, bro. <laughs> you know what? It's true. We all feel that way. I mean, we're all just trying to get that. That's funny, man. That's awesome. I love it. No, but it's true, man. Like, even that's one of the things I like about our business is, you know, and granted, it hasn't always been this way. It's gotten a lot better, you know, lately, you know, last whatever decade or so. But there is a diversity, man, where you where you are, you know, you get to know people and get to yes. know their backgrounds. And you, you wouldn't probably have that scenario in, in a lot of cases. I see a lot of people saying the Watt brothers. Absolutely. No Absolutely. Right, yep. it's a, that's a great one. Um, and the Barry's like Brent Barry, Rick Barry, John. They, it was a lot of Barry's to play, too. So that's it's really good. And I love the story. Shay. You know, uh, Chris D. Great story. John. Great story with you guys. Yep. It's what it should be, man. It should be bonding. It should it shouldn't be as life and death as it becomes sometimes with sports. It, it should be, it should be a, the ability to laugh a little bit sometimes too, for sure. All right. So I wanted to hit a couple other things, you know, aside, you guys want to keep firing uh, your memories. Absolutely do it. But uh, Derek and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, Barry. Philly is one of the, uh, what, 16 different uh, locations to be hosting a world cup in 2026. So it goes, that's crazy. Isn't it? it, awesome? is up. it it's Philly, uh, you know, North Jersey where the giants and jets play LA, Dallas, San Fran, Miami, Atlanta, Seattle, Houston, Kansas City, Boston. There's three in in Mexico, and there's two in Canada. So that that's pretty pretty decent company there. That the, uh, the does, does, does it say where the finals will be held? Uh, you know, I'll check that though. Oh, okay, Go ahead. I'll check it while we speak. I, oh, all I know is when the World Cup comes here, I will not be in Philadelphia. It will be. I will not, it's going to be congestion on top of congestion. Stores, restaurant. I will not be coming to Philadelphia. Well, how about this? Long, uh, how about this? How about um? There were a lot of other um states that uh were having parties, you know, like you know World Cup parties, you know, seeing if they're gonna you know pick their city. How about they had a party in D.C. and they didn't get picked? They oh, were sad. Yeah. Oh yeah, something? they were. Isn't that something? <laughs> they, oh, were, really? <laughs> they had a party and they didn't say their name. But I was like. Oh, I mean, they're that's, celebrating and everything. Wine, you know, everybody's in the room celebrating, ah, and, and they don't get picked. That's pretty yeah. brutal. Yeah. That is, <laughs> that is, that's pretty bad, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so the, the cities that missed out were Baltimore, D.C., Orlando, Cincy, Nashville, Denver, and Edmonton. They're the cities that missed out. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're right on with that. I would love to have seen the World Cup go to Orlando. Can you imagine – the people having fun in Orlando, Universal, uh-huh. uh, Disney World, on top of the World Cup, yeah. the revenue that city would have generated from the World Cup. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and no, I was just—I right. told you—I was just at uh, Disney for the first time in February, man. I was like a kid in a candy store. I, I've, I've been wanting, wanting to go for so long, just never went. Everybody on the planet I know has gone to Disney. They would look at me. You, I didn't like it though. You, you didn't you've like never Disney? been to Disney. You didn't like didn't, Disney? No, I didn't like it. Why? Was it because no I'm not trying to be funny, you know, and I'm being in all, in all honesty. It's because of difficulty getting in rides, in and yes. out of rides. Okay, see, uh, and also, and also because it's not just the weight, but yeah. I'm not a ride guy. That's a big uh, thing. See, I'm like, not either, bro. I, I, I like even I go down to the shore. I buy the kids all these tickets to go on the uh, yep. rides on the boardwalk. Yeah, put it like this. What what messed it up for me is my. I had been in Philly for it's my third year in Philly my third season and I go up there we're going on rides I go on this ride this roller coaster and when I put the thing it goes tink tink and it stops right on my chest you know I was pretty stout there so it stopped right here on my chest 
and they couldn't lift it up. So he's like, all right, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I said, okay, then. Oh, no. Halfway through the ride. Oh, no. Tink, tink, tink. And it's up like this. Oh, so no. I'm going over the rides like this. Oh, I'm dude. holding on for dear life. <laughs> it's like this. And I'm going over the. That's my worst case. Like, that's my nightmare. That See, that's why I don't do roller coasters. Loose, loose and everything. I'm, ho- I'm literally holding on upside down, going over the rides, and I'm holding on for dear life. Like, ah, I mean, I, I bet you when I got off of it, the handles or whatever I'm holding up here, I bet you they were bent, bro, because I, I was holding on, and I felt like I was going to fall out the entire trip. Oh, I mean, my God. Yeah, I don't bro. Blame so ever it. since okay. then, wow. I ain't touching Dude, I, I have not touched it. You know what's funny? I'm not a ride guy, but when um when I went to when I went to Disney, um they have this one is like a virtual ride when you go to uh um like uh, Star Wars yeah. and you sit in the seats and it's, and it's floor is moving and it's like you're going through these canyons and stuff. And they have the machine that blows. Dude, I enjoyed the heck out of that. And that I got on, cool. I got cool, on more that. rides than I ever got on. Now I like the old school roller coasters, the wooden roller coasters with the wooden tracks. <laughs> All these newfangled roller coasters with, you know, these loop loop. Uh, uh-uh, I don't do right. it anymore, man. My <laughs> yeah. back, my back, it can't take it anymore, man. I'm, I'm not doing it. So it's not plus, my back. I if, if if I'm in any way, shape, or form going like this, I get yeah. sick. Oh, me too. I get like, sick. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I, dude. I did it. My my daughter was probably like four, <laughs> and she's like, "Come on, dad." You know, and I'm like, oh, "All right." I. I <laughs> When I tell you guys, I couldn't even get. I got off of yeah. this thing and I was staggering, like I had, dr- you know, drank a case of beer. T- like, I, I, I was a disaster. Bro, I was laying I, on a bench. People were like bro. walking by me, like pointing at me. Like, what the bro, I, I had to get on a ride. And, and, I had to get on a ride like that in Disney with my my uh, grandson and his and his dad, my my son-in-law. Yeah. And it's like those teacup rides where you turn the handle and the dog on oh, cup goes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, pla- the, the platforms are going no. around and the cups going around too. So I try to play it off. I got off there, dude. I swear, I thought I was walking straight. In actuality, I was walking on an angle. And my <laughs> grandson, come on, th- th- let's do it again. No, 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 you go to your dad. I'm good. I'm good. I, I, yeah. I, I'm not going back on that one. That but was the last one I got on. I, I enjoyed, you know, Bear said he didn't like Disney. You know what I enjoyed more so than the rides? Uh, when you, You've been you been to Disney, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Epcot, where you walk yeah. through all the different villages so cool. and, yeah. and all the different foods around and stuff. Around the world, you're talking going around yes. the world, yeah. All well, I like that part. Right yeah, next I to like each other. Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you what else I enjoy. The um um the Indiana Jones show, where they show you that how they cool. make the movie. That was cool. Oh, my goodness. I could have sat there all day watching that, man. Did they still had the Jaws when you were, when you went. They they did the whole Jaws thing, too, when I That's went. That's when it I went. Was, it was the Jaws thing. It was so cool, man. I don't think they have it anymore, actually. Yeah, well, that was back when I did. I, I saw all that stuff. I didn't. I, I, you know, you know, when we be with NBC, you know, Universal. I haven't. I've yet to be at oh, Universal. Yeah. yeah, I've never gone to Universal. Here's the only thing. It. Here's the only thing I didn't get to do at NBC. And I think I don't know if we talked about this or not. And I still bring it up to my wife occasionally. So you know, you grow up, you see all these commercials on TV about, and, and especially after football players win the MVP. Where are you going? I'm going to yeah. Disney. And they close out the shot of the castle and the fireworks above the yeah. castle, yeah. right? So we go to that one. I think that was the, the second the second day we went to that one. What is that one called? Like Magic Kingdom or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So we go there. And you know, as soon as we get there, I get the sh- pictures in front of Disney in the daylight. And I'm like, I'm in heaven. I've always wanted to see this castle. And the show's going on with all the yeah. characters coming out. So at night, I said, I got to see the fireworks. I've always wanted to see the fireworks, right? So they tell you the fireworks are going to start at like 8 o'clock, something like that. So, no, 7.30, right, right at dusk. So what I didn't know was we weren't that far away from it. So I'm thinking, okay, it's 7.15. We got time. So we start making our way towards this 7.15. That big circle right in front of the cap, 
Yeah. It is. It is. It's it's mobbed. Yep. It is a mob. Okay. So yep. then all of a sudden, at the last minute, my, my wife decides she has to go to the bathroom. Oh, no. So then she goes to the bathroom off to the side where the medical station is. And she texts me, come on over here and watch the fireworks with me. So I'm trying to be the good soldier. I go over there with her, right? As I'm making my way over there, then all of a sudden the workers start telling you, okay, you cannot stand here. You got to stand on the path here, designated path. More and more people are converging. I watch the fireworks through trees. <laughs> through trees. And your wife, was still, to do, your wife was still in a good spot? No, she was standing next to me. Oh, and she okay. couldn't understand. She goes, you know, everybody around here knows that you're mad. I was like, I don't care. Oh, Nobody knows me here except <laughs> you right now. Now, my daughter and my son-in-law, they were on the other side. They had a great shot of them. Even right. though they were off to the side, great shot of the fireworks. You know, Peter Pan, Tinkerbell comes down on the wire, all yeah. that good stuff. I'm looking at it through trees. And the only way I saw it is because it's February and the trees are not blossomed yet. Oh, man. My video <laughs> is through trees. Okay? Oh, God. I'm still ticked off to this day about this. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, we can, we can tell. You're still you haven't gotten like, over it yet. You know, everybody <laughs> could tell you were mad. Yeah, I was, man. I don't care who knew about it. I was hot as a hornet's nest. Derek, that's not nice, Derek. All right, well, shut listen. up. You just sucking up there. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. Uh, you know, we all suck up all the time. We, 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 that's what we, do. we suck up to Mrs. Gunn and we, we, we yell at you. Yes. All right. right. So, uh, for, okay, so first off, happy Father's Day, gentlemen. Same and to you, too, best to you, you guys and, as well. And to, and to everybody out there uh, and any, and everybody who serves as a father. We, we you know, Good work. A little Fritos for you. Chili got my dog. chili, got my chili, chili this, Fritos. These are this is epic. Is right? that a wine cooler? No, this is um Philadelphia. Is, is this is diet cream soda? Oh, that's oh. awesome. Oh, Ooh. this is this is absolutely the an amazing. That, that an stuff amazing. is legit. That yes. stuff is legit. It oh is, bro. All right, listen. Happy, cheers to everybody. Happy Father's Day out there. Uh, thanks, Xander Krause, our producer, of course, our our boss, Big Krause. Big Crossy, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, everybody. And happy Father's Day, everybody. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. you got the National Football Show coming up with Dan Cilio. It's been a lot of fun. I want to thank Al Morgani, our guest. Guys, have a great weekend. We're back on same, Monday bro. at the same exact time. Yes, Gunner, throw him down, man. Get him, get him in you. Uh, <laughs> I'm not hungry. I'm hangry. I hear you. Me too. <laughs> for, uh, for Barrett Brooks, for Derek Gunn, I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Stake, everybody. Don't get in the water, Rob. Weekend. Don't get in the water. Uh, don't worry about that. Be safe, everybody. <laughs> Go for the pulse and the pools. Go for the ooze and the oz. Go for the bubbles and the bubbly. Go for the story and the stories. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.